So you guys have a good show. Please flip this <laughs> off. I got I got three kids. <laughs> y'all y'all might have known about two of them. I hid one. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. Have a good All night, right. bro. All right, peace. Later, brother. All right. Yeah, I think that needs to be a constant from now on. We need to have him have a few drinks and just do like the intro monologue for the show. <laughs> just the whole intro monologue. And we'll have to have a disclaimer. Like the views of Quincy are do not necessarily represent the views of the rest of the cult of dangerous gentlemen. We disavow, we pre disavow. we preemptively disavow. That's hilarious. Yo, I disavow can't... is the funniest term. You know, because it really we all understand that it just means I'm gonna pretend I don't know anything. We know that's what it means. Like, oh, I disavow that. Like, oh, nope, not me. That means nothing. You can completely agree with something and publicly disavow it. Oh, absolutely. It, it, <laughs> what you're saying is I'm not willing to get into the finer points of nuance involved that may <laughs> indicate there's some validity to what's being said. I know this is a landmine, and I'm going to walk as far away from it as possible. Especially disavow. about castrations. That, that, was, the, that was the real part. <laughs> it's horrible. Just, well, you know, castration is bad in and of itself, but I have to say, when you add a race to it, <laughs> it just makes it so much more sinister. It's horrible, man. It really is. It's horrible, but you, but you know what? I think we should edit those, but save them in a separate file. Just in case once... we need to blackmail them later. No, not at all. I couldn't do them like that. It would be. It, we're not trying to Epstein them. What we, what what needs to be done is once this becomes commercially viable where enough fu money is amassed then right. release those yeah to, to, to at least have them all but in yeah, one compilation video he, he's got kids people are getting canceled it's just no oh, i can't I, we can't risk it as as golden as that whole tirade was it can't it can never see the light of day so everyone's good. mortgages are paid off <laughs> everyone's kids are raised and <laughs> nothing else to lose I did. He did inspire me to. Um, I went scrounging. I went scavenging, rather foraging, if you will, for alcohol. And the only thing I found was a bottle of red wine. I didn't know how old it was, and it was one of those bottles where it's cheap wine. So it's like it's got like the the soda bottle cap, oh, right? Nice. It's not a cork. Nice. So if it's a cork, you know, okay, this hasn't been opened. You're good. I don't know how old this shit was. And it wasn't filled all the way to the top. So I'm like, is this brand new or is this not? So I went online seeing like if you could be poisoned, you know, what the risks are and like <laughs> wow. the telltale signs. And you know what? I just is one of those things like as a man, if you don't drink it, you know, you're a bitch. And it's like if it's going to kill me, I'd rather die and not be a bitch than just to be like, I wasn't sure if the wine was going to kill me or not. So I just. <sighs> I did the prudent thing and didn't drink it. See, this is, this is why men get the rap that they get right there. Yeah. That's why. See, I thought you were going to end this way. I just said, fuck it, and drank it anyway. Yeah, you didn't drink it. You, you went, you, you, you're a very responsible, compulsive drinker because you went through a lot of choice making before you actually decided. Especially with wine, most people would just drink it. I don't even think wine can go bad. I mean, I'm sure something can happen, but. Doesn't wine get better as it gets older? Is that um, what it is? 
you can't even cheap one sealed if you keep it sealed oh once it's open it starts to oxidize and like turn into vinegar um Mm. and i guess even that wouldn't be bad the thing is man the the jew paranoia cannot be understated (laughs) everything is trying to kill you the worst thing is always imminent the sword of damocles is ever present one wrong move and it's and it's over you're screwed so I did I did my research first and I um I'm comfortable with my decision. Okay. It, it, it's not brown. I still taste some of the fruitiness. It's not it's not tasting like paint thinner. It's not raspy. You know, there was some telltale signs to look for and I feel like I feel like I made the right call. But but I feel like if if you know, if I was like a real man, I don't think I would have done any of that shit. I would have just drank it. With with yeah, reckless that's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. But I'd have to say that it's more evolved of a man to actually at least make an attempt to not yeah. just un, you know just kill himself for no reason. Because <laughs> if there's a chance that you could die, I think uh, you should probably do it. At least Google it. That's the very yeah. least you can do yeah. if you could possibly Fair die. Minute. Is just Google it. <laughs> It's not that's not a very thorough due diligence. I mean, there's not much to ask. Well, we don't want to be those guys. We don't want to be the guys who are out here winning the Darwin Awards for just doing stupid shit that's completely avoidable. So with those people are removing themselves from the gene pool. But that's a that's that's a, that's the masculine hallmark. No, 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 see, I I'm gonna have to say that this is what a specific system has told us is the masculine hallmark. That's what I think. I think that's what they told us so we could, you know, we have more. The people are like lemmings. They're just jumping off cliffs and shit, basically. Who was they? Who was they? they? I mean, the the people who wanted to perpetuate the idea that dudes are stupid? Mm. Probably, uh, I'd say, Hollywood media kind of as a whole. It's a nice trope for them to keep farming. And I think it's a, so it's enough stupidity in the real world for us to just write it off to not not to the point where we're like, okay, well, guys do dumb shit. Then it evolves into guys are supposed to do dumb shit. I respect your intellect, but I I feel that I'm gonna have to be a contrarian here. And the reason being is I get the impression for all of those data points that you mentioned that all of those entities seem to be obsessed with making masculinity more docile and more feminine. If there is a mass media agenda regarding masculinity, it's it's to really poke fun and kind of characterize traditionally masculine behavior as stupid. But really, I mean, rappers got lipstick, they got tight jeans, oh, all yeah, that shit now. is cool. Definitely right. now. Yeah, right. it's the so, pendulum swinging back. Right. So so the mass media agenda is definitely not embracing that level of masculinity. But I know nobody had to sit me down and say, you know, do dumb shit. Like, I remember uh, one time me and my cousin were left home alone. And we didn't have... Now, there was like a Nintendo in the house. I mean, there was other viable shit to do. But we decided, because there was like this long hallway in my aunt's house... I don't know. I think it's called like a foyer. I don't know what it is. Like when you come through the door in the garage and there's like a long hallway before you get into right. like the living room. Yeah. Um. So 
were, she had these giant fucking pillows, like thick, like pillows that it was almost like a brick. Like you kind of wonder, like, is this supposed to be comfortable? Like, does anybody use this? It was these giant, like, stuffed to the brim throw pillows that were, you know, kind of solid. So we were like, yo, why don't I start out from this end of the living room and you start out from the door by the garage? And we got like a good 20, 30 yards or so. Let's just run full speed into each other with these pillows as hard as we can. And and nobody had to inspire that. Nobody had to, to kind of like there wasn't any mass media campaign to be like, yo, it was just it was just testosterone waiting in 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 the in in in, in a stagnant state that needed to just do it was compelled to do dumb shit. And needless to say, I broke my foot in three places. Ooh. He was much bigger than me, but I took a couple of you know, I, I got a couple good hits in. But ultimately, I was I was gonna be limping the entire ride home. And my parents, this is back when Shoney's had like a buffet. So the first place we stopped to eat is um, a Shoney's. So I'm fat, and there is a buffet, and <laughs> a foot with three three fractures is not sufficient to keep me there. I I hobbled. It was the most pathetic sight to see just a nine year old hobbling back and forth. To the to the salad bar to get food, and hobbling back with the plate. Wow, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. But I I, I definitely get it. Men do have a tendency to take uh, more risks, especially with their physical well being. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's something tied to some you know explorer warrior shit from way back. Maybe that's how, you know, that's how we got the internet, right? Eventually, somebody, people had to take enough risk for us to make it here. Well, I'm not saying it shouldn't be reined in. But oh, I, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it should be. Well, because eventually, you, you saw, uh, you know, uh, idiocracy. You know, eventually, oh yeah, it, you know, three quarters of the population is, is basically fucking Johnny Knoxville on Jackass. That's the end game. They, right, right. <laughs> Baiting, go away, baiting. Yo, listen, I'm sure you had a similar experience that I had with that movie. Uh, you watch it, and it's funny, it's hilarious. And right after it's over, it's like, oh yeah, that was funny. But you take a deep breath, and you're like, wow, maybe uh, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> Because you immediately start putting it into perspective, like it, that's really not that far off. It's really not that far off. We're only a few steps away from that that slope, that slippery slope with the banana pills and engine oil laced on it. That we're definitely going to slide down. We're pretty close to that. When I mean, you can make a couple hundred million dollars putting firecrackers in your nose and slapping your friends with bags of flour and shit that lets uh, you know we're getting close way worse than that when when they were sticking their dicks in an aquarium with a snake and letting the snake bite their dicks <laughs> did you did you see that one i, I, I didn't see that okay. was that in one of the movies my brother the very it's the opening. I, I never watched the show, but there was one of the movies I saw. It was the only one I ever saw, and that's the I don't even think I watched the whole movie. I just couldn't get into it. The opening scenes, these dudes are sticking their dicks through a hole in an aquarium with a snake in it. 
and the snake bites their dick. And once their dick is bitten, then they, they you know, yank the dick out of the hole. I don't, I don't understand that. I, listen, there's, I think my experience kept me, you know, uh, detached from a certain level of white frat boy humor that just wouldn't let me fully, like, accept that. Like, the gay jokes are inevitable. Like, I, I don't know. I, that, that, there's an argument to be made that there may be something genetically ingrained. Like, there's a compulsion to make gay jokes. Like, not jokes like making fun of gay people, but more so, like, just joking in a gay way. Like, you're gay. Like, I love you. I'll see you soon. You know? Um, this doesn't <laughs> This doesn't fly over well <laughs> outside of the frat just, boy community. <laughs> I don't know. And that's just so absurd to me. I don't even I don't I know. know. Yo, what's know. up, son? Yo, you looking mad cute, God. Like, no. Well, it's frat nah. boy culture. But but I draw a line. Like, once you start getting into, yo, let's take a picture of Todd while I stick my balls on his nose and my dick on his chin. Let's take a picture. <laughs> nope. Like, that. Like I can't go there. Like, saying some gay shit that's funny, you know, like, yeah, you know, I, you know you're pretty sexy. You know, I, that shit is kind of funny to me. I, I can't lie. And it's not well-received. Wow. Within the hip hop community. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, there's not a lot of. I can see how that could start some problems, especially if DMX is playing. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that could get aggressive real fast, bro. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say, the um, none of my black friends enjoy uh, gay joking with me. It is exclusively a a a white boy thing. Is that what it's called? It's called gay joking. I guess a gay boy joking. I don't know. I, I don't know that there's a name for it. Because you but just this, said gay joking with Matt. It was just, just came a, out. Matt Shoes, like, this, <laughs> like it was pre-established that this is already a thing. I don't know. Just gay when joking. you're when when you're a white dude and you're around other white dudes, inevitably it's like, oh, you wanna you wanna back rub pumpkin? It's just <laughs> but you're not really gonna give him a back rub. I don't know. How know? far does that go though? What if he says, yeah, what if he says short, sure, sweetheart? <laughs> and the balls in your court now. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Like, then you start, you gotta start rubbing his back now. That's Rook, only Rook takes Queen. What's up? That's, yeah, Rook that's the only manly there. thing to do is to give him the back rub. All right, well, fine. Let's see. Let's see how far it's gonna go. <laughs> exactly. like, why don't we take all our clothes off exactly. and just lay in the bed together and spoon? Yeah, fine. Whatever. I'm not gay. I'm not I scared. <laughs> and that, and that's how I met your dad. <laughs> it's just off a series of dares. <laughs> Thirty years later, five adopted children, and that's how we met. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's basically, just a series of dares that that led up to intercourse, and we fell in love. Just stayed together. We just said, forget it. Let's let's keep daring each other into a a, a silver wedding anniversary. That's a movie. That's a movie. That's one of those teen. You know, one not <laughs> maybe not teen, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, this shit sounded Disney. This yeah, is Disney that, Nickelodeon shit movie. now. I'm telling yeah. you, one of those funny buddy <laughs> movies. And then at the end, he's like, "I dare you to love me for the rest of your life." <laughs> and then, I'm telling you, that's that movie would make a hundred billion. I make movie like fast. That would make money like the Fast and the Furious. That's hilarious. And that would make Michael Bay money, bro. That would make uh, Michael Bay money. 
you could get Michael Bay to make the movie. You just got to figure out the conflict <laughs> that's happening in the background. There'd be a lot of explosions. You'd have to work in a lot of car chases. Oh, you better. Oh, man. You better, because it's going to get real. I dare you to love me for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> it's a series. It just, it'll be called, it's called I Dare You. We look like a buddy comedy. <laughs> I can't <laughs> jump off this cliff. Like, you oh, know? better yet, it's a buddy cop. It's a buddy cop movie. Oh, gay cops. Oh, that's not good. Oh, and that's they got these big mustaches, caterpillar mustaches. Oh, and the first and the first 30 minutes of it is just hardcore. They're chasing it's total Michael Bay. Explosions, yeah. they're roughing up criminals. They're just these badass cops, you know, and they dare each other to do, you know, stupid shit. Like I you know, I bet I bet you won't uh, pull this guy over and mispronounce his name every time you say it. You know, it just starts out like that, and eventually it gets to, you know, I dare you to hold my hand as I pass away in this hospital bed and tell me everything will be okay and kiss me on the forehead and that you love me forever. Yeah. It gets it go it graduates to that. It could it you really could pull it off. You feel it, it could. You it it would be sweet. It'd be sentimental. It would, it would, it would just. I, I feel yeah, like, like it would alienate. It'd be like a cross between the Notebook and Bad Boys. Ooh, that's perfect. <laughs> Bad Boys, I dare you. That's it, right there. I dare you, bro. Wow. Just came up with like the treatment and the tagline. It's a hundred million dollar movie. If the, if the get, Bad Boys had were in the Notebook, we gotta get Bradley Cooper though. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. It's gotta be part of it. And 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 uh. What's the other dude? Um, the Rudd. all the girls love. What's his name? Oh, we need to put Paul Rudd in it somehow. Uh, Paul Rudd's gonna be the friend, but he can't be the lead. It's gotta yeah, yeah. First, <laughs> the buddy. Oh, He's the buddy it? that keeps calling him gay all the What's time. What's in the Notebook? What was the name of the dude in the Notebook? Oh, what is this? Is this? I have no idea. We love him. I and that's probably why I don't know his name. Hold on. That's exactly why you shouldn't know his name. Uh, Ryan Gosling. There you go. Yep, that's Ryan it. Gosling. Ryan right. Gosling, Bradley Cooper in a romantic comedy called I Dare You. And the great thing about it is you would alienate half the audience at each part of the movie. Because the people that want to see the second half are going to hate the first half. Right. And the people that love the first half, first half are going to be absolutely repulsed by the second half. Right? And it's beautiful. And they, they all got to stay and watch it anyway. Yeah. And you have armed guards at the end of the movie theater. Nobody can leave. Can't leave. You, you got to finish it. Agreement, like, got to finish cannot it. Cannot discuss the contents of this movie once you leave here. You oh. have to sit through the entire showing, except under medical emergency. <laughs> and there's a medical team that'll meet you there. They're still not letting you off the the, the facility. Oh my! Pull it off. You'd, you'd have to. You'd have to. What a what a great social experiment to see, to just see people in there and and to see the women just absolutely bored out of their mind for the first half of the explosions and they're all crying and holding hands at the second part and just seeing everybody's you know the the very few people are going to get through the whole movie and say that they like the whole thing yeah dudes are going to have a serious grimace on their face for the second half they're going to hate it but they're going to love it deep down it's like they they all want bro love they're going to get a little bit uncomfortable because <laughs> <laughs> he is eventually going to he's going to dare him to get in the bed naked with him that's just where it's going so just so just deal with it that's where it's going pal and i think you're going to you're going to realize that pretty early <laughs> but he's like i dare you to stare it in my eyes for 3 minutes straight <laughs> 
Like, yep, we're going there. That's where we're going. <laughs> like, no, wait, I thought this was a different kind of movie. Yeah, you thought wrong, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. That's awesome. That's a good movie. I'd watch it. At least the first half. No, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I probably watched the whole thing. I watched uh I watched uh Midnight, this movie called Midnight. Did you hear about that one? I think it won a whole bunch of awards and shit, and I'm not sure, but people were talking about it for like two years straight. But I know the main midnight story or Moonlight. There you go, Moonlight. Okay. I was wrong. I said midnight. See, see how your brain tries to get rid of it. It's like don't even. (laughs) (laughs) Your brain's like, yeah, you you watched it. You're progressive now. Throw it away. Uh, I was thinking like Midnight Cowboy, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty gay. No, Uh, no, Moonlight. That's what it was. So it took me like two years, but I finally watched it, and it was dope. I can't even front. It was a fucking well made movie, man. It was good. It was good. So, but it did take me two years because I was like, I keep hearing it's good and it's like all black people in it. And I want, but then again, it's like, I don't know if I want to see this story. And then you got to ask yourself, why don't you want to see that story? It's like, fuck, I'm not that guy. I got to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, two years it took me, but I watched it and it was dope. Yeah, I'm not there. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any gay man movies. I've seen gay women movies. I don't oh, really mind. Sexist. You're sexist. Yeah. I know, I know. I know, but I'm I'm being honest about my condition. Bro, you I, didn't see Brokeback Mountain, bro? I, I didn't see Brokeback Mountain. What? I, I know all the tagline or you know the catchphrases because of the memes and stuff. Like you know, I can't quit you, and all. That. <laughs> yeah, that's nah, a classic. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't see it. I just, if I'm being absolutely honest, I do want to preface this with, um, I have absolutely like no, um, uh like ill will or bad feelings to anybody that that's homosexual like there's nothing like i i don't want them to have rights i don't want you to be able to you know uh get married or you know nobody should be beating you up or hating on you you know it's just it's one of you know live and let live i don't so i don't have any kind of ill will right but i do get uncomfortable like seeing two men kiss even though I could joke gay and I could do some gay shit, like some some gay joking, uh, it, it's something about like I can see two women kiss. I'm like, eh, you know, all right, I'm with that. That's fine. Um, but like when I see on the screen, when I see two men being physically intimate, it really makes me like uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And I know that's like you're not supposed to feel that way. You're not supposed to say that you feel that way. But that's the that's the the absolute honest thing. And maybe it is something I should try to get past in order to like, like I probably should do the progressive thing, like you said, and just muscle through the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like power bottom through the whole thing. Just get through it. <laughs> power and, bottom and, <laughs> through the whole thing. Just get wow. through the movie, See it and and just to kind of shake that. You know, but I know like if there's because they've done studies too, like when two gay dudes when they watch some like female porn. It's disgusting to them. Right. They're not like they can't sit like, oh yeah, you know, like you invite your gay friend over, like, hey man, I was just, you know, I was I was watching some uh, Bang Bros videos. You wanted to sit on the couch and watch watch these girls get filled out with me? Hey bro, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. You know, he's gonna be repulsed. You know, just having to see that that vagina the whole time. You know, I guess yeah. he, I guess he could just stare at the dude and pretend. Nah, I think that's part of. I think that's uh, a big part of, from what I can see anyway, for at least male 
gay culture is to express your general, you know, disdain for vaginas. I think that's just part of I don't think that's frowned upon at all. It's their but, white devil. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's frowned upon at all. I think if yeah. a to hear a person say, to hear a heterosexual male say you you think uh two men together is disgusting is I think by every sector of society just about is going to be like, "Oh, that's insensitive. That's intolerant." But if you hear a gay guy say, "Ew, coochie." I don't think anybody. Why does gonna, it look like a fish? Right, like I don't think anybody's going to try to correct him and be like, "Hey, right. that's intolerant. You can't vaginas jump walk beautiful, vaginas. Right. Yeah, right. And then, <laughs> and then he's got to go to like a sensitivity class, and he's got to no, go to like to art exhibits where not they do all it. these. You know, there was that one art exhibit where it was like forty different molds of different vaginas. Yeah, yeah. Like all yeah. next, like he's got to go listen to the vagina monologues. He's yep, just got to be that. immersed. He's got to do everything vagina a bunch of hours of, you know, all this community service just so he can get it through his head. Like, you and, can't just be out here talking reckless about vaginas. And, and you know what? And, and that's all I want. If, if, we're, if we're really going to do this, uh, you're in trouble. You have wrong things. You need to be reeducated to see the value in whatever it is you find yourself naturally, nat- naturally repulsed by. Then, then we got to make it universal. He's yeah. got to... He's got to go to vagina sensitivity classes. Well, it's kind of it's kind of getting there. It's just not just without the nuance. I think the cancel culture right now is like a rabid fucking dog, and it's just biting, snapping at everybody. Even the people who trained it and created it are getting bit by it right now. And I have to say, it's kind of entertaining. It just oh, is. Hilarious. It just is. I'm sorry. So I don't celebrate anybody getting screwed over for any reason like i don't i don't want to i don't want my brain to have to differentiate between what kind of suffering i celebrate i don't think it can successfully do it i think no matter how you try to parse it out your brain is going to say you're celebrating suffering and i don't want that situation so even if it's a guy who's a racist and he loses his job i don't want to be happy about that it's a thing that happened whatever hopefully you know he learns his lesson but i don't want to be happy about it so when it happens, when I see people who are like, oh, if you if I hear you say all lives matter, I'm going to stab you because you're white privilege. This is a, a, fee, a woman I just saw on some oh, college yeah. campus. You saw that? I'm going to stab I, you. I saw say that. And, and, and he, dude, and I I understand her sentiment and I disagree with her sentiment. Right. I, and, but also, I, I've been speaking English long enough that I understand she's being hyperbolic. But like she was clearly making a point that, you know, I think that that black people are disproportionately being targeted, which statistically I disagree with, and what you could be canceled for just saying you disagree with that assertion. So she was even canceled for technically being on the right side of the argument to not get you canceled. Right. So but it is what she said. And and that's what was being policed. What she said was not PC. But even if it is hyperbolic, it doesn't fit into the framework that people like her are fighting for. Because it's getting more and more vague every time. You know, a long time ago you call somebody a racial slur or a homophobe, whatever slur, and it's pretty clear. And now it's like microaggressions. Like when you addressed everybody in the library, you said, Hey guys. So right. now we're pissed. It's like, wait, what? Hold on. 
I just said it was it was everybody. It was a mixed crowd, so I said, "Hey guys, the meeting's right. over here." Yeah. And uh, no, we we don't like it. We don't like gendered language. So so it's getting crazier and crazier. So now. The only way, and you know they're not going to understand that if you try to explain it to them. They're going to be like, oh, no, you're just a, you're a rape apologist. No matter, like, they're going to say something <laughs> to you to shut you down. But the only way they learn is if their own dog goes wild on them. Now you got to watch what you say, too. That's the only way it works. That's the only way it works is when it lands on the wrong person. And then they go, oh, wait, should we not be throwing heavy shit in the air? Because it could come down on your own head? Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's find a different way to play this game. I got, I got to give you a Jesus parable, man. Let's, if, do it. let's do it. If, okay, so if there's a father that curses like a sailor, you know, like, get the fuck up, you piece of shit, blah, 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 but spends time reading to his child is kind to his child, make sure his child is fed. And then there's another father who says everything right. Son, you're awesome. You're great. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. I love you very much. But does absolutely nothing beyond language to enrich his life. Doesn't spend time with him. Doesn't educate him. Doesn't prepare him for the life. Can you really say that that's the better father? And the whole thing with this 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 language shit is that it's empty. It's so cheap to just frame things in the right way or to couch things in the correct language. That costs nothing. You know what I mean? And I think really the obsession is being able to find somebody who didn't word something correctly rather than somebody that did the wrong thing. Like, like actions to me... That way is way much. They're way heavier in the scales than just your words. And and the problem that comes from this too is we make it so difficult for people to say what they really mean, and we're taking mm-hmm. all of the like poetry out of language. You know what I mean? Like right. how boring are some of your favorite books or your favorite speeches where people are just being as literal as possible? Mm-hmm. Nobody's allowed to use hyperbole. Nobody's allowed to exaggerate to make a point. Nobody's allowed to use words that elicit an emotional response. That's why that word exists. It's a different it's a different section of the grid, right? If you shot an arrow and it hits a different target, every word is not that target. It's a so oh well the words you could say poop instead of saying shit, right? But you elicit a different emotional response when you say shit. Shit right. has a grittier connotation than poop. You say poop to a child. You say shit when you're talking to an adult. So there's reasons why there's different words. So I, I and 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 the other thing too, it makes it so difficult to figure out sometimes what the fuck people are talking about. I just I was looking at this thing I saw online right before you called me. And it was about Smash Brothers. You know? And it was like, yo, people, you know, uh, there's abuse going on with Smash Brothers. So my first thing is like, oh, you know, it's like Call of Duty. People are cheating online. Right, people are finding some kind of loophole to abuse the system, you know, and they're they're um, you know, they're they're exploiting something online to fuck people up. So I start reading it. I couldn't get anything out of it. I read the statement from Nintendo. I still don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So I keep going and reading, and I start reading through the comments, and I'm still confused. So about ten comments in, I'm like, are they talking about like people being online bullies? Like, is that what they mean about standing against the abuse? No. I got far enough down in the comments where it's like, 
yeah, sexual abuse is not tolerated. I'm like, wait a minute. So you talking about kids getting smashed and smashed? But you talking about real smashing and Smash Brothers? So apparently there's these like gamer communities that have um that they all live together, and some of like these prominent famous Smash Brothers competitors are molesting some of the like younger people that are staying over at the house. What? Right. But you can't get that from the entire article that I read and the statement from Nintendo because we use the same word to describe something so mundane and something so terrible that it w- it's all couched in the same language. So I couldn't tell. Are you talking about people cheating at a video game, being cyberbullied, or actually raping kids? Like these are in three different universes. You know what I'm saying? But we're using the exact same language to talk about, like, it, it, it would make just as much sense the way that they were wording it for, for any of them, right? And to me, there, there's a reason why different words exist because these are three totally different conversations in three totally different contexts. Wow. So is this for, like, some kind of online tournament or some kind of... what? How is, how is there a group of people living together for Smash Brothers? What, what, uh, how is that happening? Apparently... They're like these little like uh, Tyler Durden Fight Club Smash Brother communes. Hold on, hold on. Don't you can't be bad mouthing Tyler Durden. I'm not and Fight Club <laughs> and putting them in the same category. With, from what I know so far, are pedophile video gamers. We're not going to do that to Fight Club at all. We're not going to do that. So we're going to. I'm going to. I'm going to re- right, retract me, that me, statement. Okay, I, I understood. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Let me let me read you the statement so you can just see how innocuous it is and and unclear at nintendo we are deeply disturbed by the allegations raised against certain members of the competitive gaming community they are absolutely impermissible we want to make it clear that we condemn all acts of violence harassment and exploitation against anyone and that we stand with the victims yeah i don't know what that means right what yeah, I don't know. That's what? super vague. Acts of violence, harassment, expo- what? Exploitation? Hmm. What are we talking about? Who are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still bugging that there's a Smash Brothers house where <laughs> where, where people are living together. That's kind of weird to me. Especially is this happening right now or is this from a while ago? Oh no, this is just, this is fresh off the presses. I got this as an idea. So these guys are living together for a video game in the middle of the Rona? I I had to go to the comments to find that. Okay, so here's, here's the whole thing. It's like five sentences. In recent days, a wave of information has come out about the Smash Brothers community. Unfortunately, it appears that multiple people within that community have been engaging in multiple forms of abuse, and some prominent players have been named in the allegations. While Nintendo has nothing to do with the horrible things going on in the community, they have still provided a comment on the matter. You can read a statement uh, from the company provided by uh, to IGN below. And then there's the comment. And then that's it. I've gotten nothing from what the fuck is going on. You literally told me nothing. So when I start reading in the comments, that's how I had to do it. And, and comments are just... No one should have to subject themselves to to reading comments. That's the bottom of the barrel. It's the worst. But but that's how bad the game has gotten to where 
the way people convey information is is so vanilla or so gray or just so or or so like kid proof you know like um you know you like got to kid proof your house and you got to put like the you know, all the soft you know sharp edges you got to put those little things so they don't bump their heads and all of that yeah, like yeah. that's what we're doing with words we're like we're we're like foam r- rubber rooming everything you know like putting styrofoam in and and with language th- and you know what that's what i resent most about all of this shit not that you want to be inclusive not that you want everybody to feel loved and and feel accepted cuz you know what that, that that's the human thing to do no and, and most human people that 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 are rough and you know nasty most of those people aren't you know like if you got a if you got a whole group of like marines right they're going to say horrible shit to each other right they're yeah. going to say the worst possible thing but if ever they thought like yo someone was you know, someone was really hurt by it They'd be like, oh, you're a bitch. And like, nah, nah, you know, like my mom just died or some shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like th- those people that would say the most harsh, horrible, you know, like, you know, uh, just 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 fucked up kind of things. Th- that doesn't mean that those aren't feeling compassionate people that would have compassion and love for the person that they just said some horrible shit to. Like, it's just language. Like, I don't know when we started this, you know, language is violent shit. That that that's where I'm like, okay, I, I understand the impulse to want to be loving and inclusive and kind, but those are actions. But to say now that nobody can say anything because somebody somewhere may be offended by what you said, like, yo, that that's a part of life. Like, right. not just that not everybody's gonna like you. And people may not like you because, like me, you're an asshole. You know, you might just be an asshole. It has nothing to do with what you look like or who you love. You just could be a fucking asshole. Or it could be any other. But even if people don't like you for some shallow reasons, that's their loss. You know, if 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 they're not willing to to get to know you or to give you a chance and evaluate your value as a human being beyond that, then they're they're fucking pieces of shit anyway. Who cares if you have their acceptance? But by doing this Nazi shit, holding everybody at gunpoint, holding people's livelihoods hostage. You know, like, you better say the right shit or we're going to fucking cancel you. That shit is not going to make people more kind or more loving. That shit's going to make people more hateful. That shit's going to be like, okay, I'll say whatever you want, but fuck you. I don't want to fuck with none of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I, it's rough. I get it. I get where it comes from because people want to protect certain people from certain experiences. And I get that. But I, I, I do think the most powerful thing you can do is help people understand that these words and opinions from strangers, like that shit doesn't matter. So if you can get people in the right headspace to where they're not bothered by it, I think that's the best course of action, but I, I, I get it. So let me ask you this. Is there anything, like we're talking about just people saying things to each other just in social situations, but is there is there anything a person could say to you or to, you're like, you know, you with your lady, outside of a threat, is there anything a person could say that you think in your head you would be justified with just like smacking them in the mouth. Never. Never. There's nothing that you can say for words. Like, and I, you know, I'll even, I'll even help you. I I will even make a public declaration. Okay. Since everything is based on identity as an Ashkenazi Jew, I bequeath unto all human beings who are hearing this right now. (laughs) You have full reign full range of language to say whatever you want about the Jews, joking or otherwise, 
And if you are canceled, simply direct your employer to me. I will vouch for you. I will vouch for you. No one should get in trouble because they say some shit about, yo, there's nothing that you can say because at the end of the day, you could be insulting. You could say some really fucked up shit. And I know where you're going with that because there is kind of there is kind of a code of a certain line is crossed. And if you don't do some shit, it's kind of fucked up. Like, you got to address that. The thing yeah. is, is I'm a bad example, too, because my lady would stab somebody way faster than I would punch anybody. <laughs> I don't I don't like violence at all. But I can tell you, like, if I had to go back and, okay, so there, when I went to a majority black school, I got in fights every single day. Literally every single day. We would be, we would get, we would all, we had, we didn't have enough busing in Charleston. So they would send out one fleet of buses. You would wait in the gymnasium. The buses would go get the other set of students. And then the school day would start. So all of us who were part of that first bus uh, drop off. We would be left with no supervision in the gymnasium. So every day there was fucking fights. Now, in this culture, we would have gone back and said, oh, you know what? That's horrible. You know, that little boy, he's getting punched in the face all the time. That's so sad and so terrible. No. I'm from a culture that's very uh, gentle and soft. I wouldn't have gotten any calluses at all had I not been in that environment right and and not only that um when you've been punched in the face as many times as i have it kind of takes away your fear of getting punched in the face like you know what it feels like so just the threat of a fight you know you can't really be intimidated by a fight like all right i'm gonna get punched in the face it is what it is but also too it makes you it makes you understand like this situation could escalate into some shit where somebody might get punched in the face I know how unpleasant that is from firsthand experience. I'm going to do everything to de-escalate this. Like right. when you see people popping off over dumb shit, the first thing I think of is like, wow, this guy's never been punched in the face. He's never yeah. been put. Now I can say, no, there's nothing you can say to me where I'll just haul off and punch you in the face. And I can mean it. But I'm aware that I don't live in a world where you can say whatever you want and be free from the potential of getting punched in the face. So I'm going to be polite. But there's a difference between being polite and having 1984 thought policing. And that's right. where we are. No, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. There definitely shouldn't be anything that, that somebody could do to pull you across that line just with talking. Now, close talking is different. <laughs> a mush, you know? a mush yeah. right before the talking. Yeah, is close talking, that's different. We can't let you close talk. But uh, yeah, you could yeah. That's that's a, that's a good rule. That's just a person, a good personal rule to live by. I can't disagree with that at all. And the fact that we're here now, where thought policing is some real shit. I mean, nobody can deny it. There's a whole lot of stuff you can't even bother. That's I, and again about the one who was just talking about stabbing people for saying all lives matter. There's something to be said about people who purposely turn their camera on and start talking slick. Like, you have to know this could go either way. And when you do that, regardless of who you're trying to troll or who you're trying to upset or who you're trying to, you know, flame on, this could definitely turn on you at any given moment. So if you're rolling those dice, you kind of get what you get. So people who are turning their cameras and they're like, 
Oh, yeah. I'm, first of all, I don't even care about you Black Lives Matter people. Next thing you know, loses his job. It's like, bro, leave the camera off, son. Just mind your business. Especially right now. Especially, there's something to be right. said for not throwing gasoline on a fire. You know yeah. what? And that's exactly what it is. It's people playing. They're seeing how close they can get. And then they get burned. And then we're all supposed to look around like, see, that's not right. He got burned. It's like, yeah, but he was kind of asking for it. But but you Mo- know what? I, I, I can feel also, too, I can sympathize with the notion that people feel so put upon because of this, like, oppressive, like, shadow of cancellation that's hanging over everybody and basically because it's not there's a certain set of ideas that you can't get canceled for right like there's certain things that you say you'll never get canceled for and there's a certain set of things that if you say you will get canceled for and sometimes there's a scientific argument against it like when the girl got you know canceled for saying uh but men are not women though you know what i'm saying something seemingly innocuous and even bill nye had to go back and edit his old episodes to get on board with that agenda and it's like this is a relatively new concept that men and women are the same i think candace owens had a mark lamont hill on it was like yeah men can have babies you know kind of holding up because he's on that far left liberal. oh yeah you, you know mark lamont hill right yeah okay yeah, so he was on Candace Owens' show, and they get into a debate about the whole gender thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, men can have babies. So he's defending this, uh, you know, men can have babies position, which what we really know is, okay, this is a woman that transitioned into being a, a man, and now she has the equipment to have a baby, right? But this is the whole thing where the, 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 the language game, like, gets played around with, right? So... Him saying that now it's become a religious dogma that he has the right position. And no one will get banned for agreeing with that, right? And he understands on his side of the political spectrum, that's what's popping right now. And I want to have a, you know, a career here. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got to, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to endear myself into this because he's an intelligent enough a man that I know he doesn't actually believe that. There's no way. There's, 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 there's no way that you believe that. But you have to say that. Now, the whole thing is, if you acknowledge that there's a penis and a vagina and there's an X chromosome and a Y chromosome, that doesn't mean you hate anybody that, nece- that doesn't necessarily fit in to any one of those categories. Because maybe they were born with an XY chromosome, but they identify as if they had an XX chromosome, and that's how they choose to live their life. You should call them what they asked to be called. We called Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali. You should call uh, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. Whatever you say you are, that's just that's that's the human thing to do. To not do that, you're being a dick. Like, no, nah, I'm going to call you Cassius. You was Cassius. You were Lou Alcindor. I'm going to call you whatever. You know, Nah, man, call people. That's their name. Fuck it, right? But when you make the, when you make the choices between, okay, you can acknowledge biology and keep using the same terms that everybody has used to identify these things, right? Or we can still use the same terms, but without getting the consent of everybody else, make them mean something totally different. And if anybody uses those words but doesn't mean them in the way that now we mean them and we've changed them, then that constitutes a hateful or violent act. That's where the fuckery is, man. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of garbage. 
It is. It's kind of garbage. And like I said, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how it got there, but I think it has something to do with people trying too hard to even things out because it might have been going too much in the wrong direction. But then once you give power to those people who feel like they've been getting stepped on and, and kicked for a while, they kind of, you know, they go nuts with it a little bit. And And whether that's a real power dynamic or not, it could be a perceived power dynamic. You know, if somebody feels like they're oppressed and then all of a sudden you put them in a position where they can have power over other people just by saying something or or by uploading some footage to YouTube or something like that, shit gets, you know, it gets out of control pretty quick. And that's exactly what's happening. I think it's more nefarious than that, man. I think I think it's just some I want to see what I can get people to do type shit. It's it's like an authoritarian communist impulse to really because i know i could be wrong correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure the dude that wrote 1984 and animal farm like he escaped communism or socialism and like he had um an experience of what it's like to live under an authoritarian regime i could be wrong i don't i don't know but i'm pretty sure that's the case and that's what those books were about they were about you know when people have this much power over your thoughts like shit can get you know, really fucked up really quick. So I think it's more about you can disarm your opponent, whether you have the rational debate or not. Like if you come out the gate and say two plus two is five. And if you say two plus two is four, you're a racist. How do we solve math problems at that point? You know what I mean? Like, how do you discuss really solving an equation? Like once you come out and say, these are the terms of engagement. These are the parameters of debate. And I have made it um, a cultural anathema for you to, I, it's like a social faux pas. If you deviate from this, then I've already kind of put you in a corner and charted the course for you. Like, I'm only allowing you to debate in these terms. Well, by your, by the way that you frame the debate, I can never convince you that two plus two is four because I'm not allowed to say that. And even if I make that point, I'm now disqualified from the conversation because um, Jared Taylor had a good point because because America Renaissance is off of YouTube. Now, you could think that that's good because they're, you know, white separatists. They have white advocacy or whatever. I get it. I don't want Farrakhan to go. Uh, I don't think Farrakhan's advocating for all people. I think Farrakhan is specifically advocating for black people and specifically black people that are in the nation of Islam. I don't know necessarily um, he's too interested in black people all over the world, but black people in America, specifically in the nation. of Islam, And that's OK. That's his constituency. Those are the people he looks for. If he's allowed to 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 focus his energy in that way and that's acceptable it's hard to make the argument that Jared Taylor is not acceptable. And he put out a statement once they got removed and he was like, you know that uh, it's kind of, I'm not going to, he's much more articulate than me, but it was something to the effect of this is like the concession of not having an argument is that you choose just to censor the other side. And so that that's my whole problem with censorship is whether you agree with someone or not, you can find their whole agenda odious. You can find the way that they frame the argument. or You can find it odious. You can find it absolutely deplorable. But that person needs to be allowed to exist. 
and this this is the whole thing like if we're putting that kind of emphasis on identity why would we not put it on thoughts because isn't that the whole argument like black people were marginalized black people were marginalized they need special attention to be able to exist this trans group or homosexuals they were marginalized. They were made to feel lesser than. They didn't have equal access to everything. So therefore, they have to be protected because they have to be a place. And even if you want to make the argument because certain people have been marginalized, now we want to go out of our way to exalt them? Okay, I'm cool with that argument as well. And you may not necessarily agree with that, but if that's your perspective that marginalized people should now be exalted, cool. You should be allowed to make that argument. But now to say people that made certain conclusions and certain thoughts and certain ideas that that is just verboten, that's some authoritarian shit. Like, no, those people, even if they have fringe or marginalized ideas, those people should be allowed to exist, too. And you know what? If they're bad ideas, the majority of people will fizzle out. And I think you hit the nail on the head in that this is what this whole exercise is. In like circular firing squad, you know, their, their own attack dogs eating them type shit is that these people that have been celebrating and thriving within this, I'm going to find you saying the wrong shit culture. Now that they're being victims of it, eventually enough people are going to be burnt by this thought policing shit that there's going to be 10, 15, 20 people in a country of 30, you know, 350 million telling everybody what they are or are not allowed to say. But the perception right now is that the mob is on board with this, and I don't think the majority of people are. I think the majority of people know what you mean when you're joking. I think the majority of people understand the difference between making an opinion that's unpopular and truly having hate behind it. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to tell, though. I mean, I think the hardest part is, like you said, uh, if marginalized people should be lifted up. But the thing that you can't undo, well, it's very hard to undo, is those implicit biases. So when you've been, people have been purposely socialized to feel a certain way about a group of people or a class of people or anything like that, that goes on for generations and generations. And even if you turn around later and you try to evolve and improve society and you change the laws, a lot of people want to go from the, the day the law changes, like, oh, well, people have been allowed to vote since this year. It's like that that doesn't change the sentiment of what's going on around the people who who control the institutions. So if you've been telling people something about a certain race and, and you are three, four generations down the line and you're a bank teller or something like that, people you can't measure it. It's hard to quantize, but you can't erase or undo how those people feel deep down so you can't prove that things are actually better overall or as good as they could be just because the laws have changed. So I don't think maybe exalting them is the right idea, but uh, you just, you kind of got to pay more attention sometimes to what they're saying because it's hard to understand what people in a different perspective, class system, whatever are going through if you don't exist in that thing. So I think people should definitely listen a little bit closer to make sure they work in the right way, but you can't, let that shit get out of balance because power will always corrupt people no matter what. Even if you just give them a little bit of power, they can oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what's going to happen. It's just inevitable. But, but I don't think, man, the girl shouldn't have lost her job. I mean, people say dumb shit. 
And yeah, I get what you're saying. She went out of her way to make it public. You know, and troll and troll. She was trying to inflame other people. You know, she wasn't. It wasn't necessary. It's not like she was just talking and well, that, well, what's and the that came with, out. Well, what's the difference between that and Socrates? Well, I mean, you know he why? Was, he was he because was going he around. A, he had yeah. a complete. He had a complete thought and idea that he was trying to get to the root of something. <laughs> I think he was trying to get to the root of something. I think what she was doing was hoping to piss people off. And, and also get points from people who agreed with her. So that was basically a social capital hustle that blew up in her face. That was a failed investment is what that was. See, the, 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 the problem with all of this is, again, like once you start universally applying it, like, okay, so if you're in the nation of Islam, you believe white people are the devil, right? Pretty this much. Is, this is an established thing. I don't want every person that's in the nation of Islam or that goes and sees Farrakhan speak to lose their job because they're somehow promoting um, promoting hate towards white people. Now, if you do a... And this is always the thing, too, is like there's already laws on the book to deal with it. Now, if you hate white people so much that you go and do a violent act against a white person just because they're white, okay, well, there's hate crime laws. There's laws against assault and against murder. You should be prosecuted, and you're losing your job anyway. But there could be somebody that's in the nation Islam. It's like, look, I don't really hate white people. They talk this mothership shit and fuck these white people shit. But you know what? I just like meeting with these people. They're positive people. I, I do networking. You know, I've raised money for my own business, and I've 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 been able to become a disciplined and economically successful person by thriving in this group, right? Because Mormons just got around to being like, all right, black people aren't cursed from, from God. Indi Indian people aren't cursed from God. Like, are you going to fire every Reluctantly. Mormon? <laughs> Reluctantly. Right, right. Just <laughs> after a lot of pressure. But, all right, fine. But because you, you're a part of a group that's made some ridiculous assertions, right? But that doesn't mean you as an individual necessarily subscribe to everything within that group. Just because you would. So when we start doing this thing about if you said something, if you're associated with something, you got to lose your job or lose your livelihood. Like enough of us are going to lose our jobs and livelihoods because of fucking robots. Like we don't need to be going out of our way to try to fuck people <laughs> up. And then think about, too, if you're already in a mentally fragile state and you're fucked up and guns are so easy to get in this country, like what are you giving these people options to do but be radicalized? Because you've now ostracized them from society. Like, how do you know that girl's not going to kill herself now or do something really, really stupid? Because she perceives that her life is over. She has the shame now from the, the entire weight of the Internet because she said some dumb shit that we know somebody that got drunk at a party probably said the exact same thing. And why are we pretending that we don't understand the point that she was making? She did not. It's like I had some dude come to me and was like, yo, you saw the new Chris Rock special? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was pretty good. Yo, what about when he says that the cops need to kill more white kids? I was like, that's what you got from that joke? Like, okay, so you think Chris Rock really is just pining for the day that there's dead white children. Like, he's going to drive by a funeral 
where a white family just buried their eight year old. Be like, ha ha, bitch. Like, that's this is that's what I'm waiting it, for. <laughs> this is what, and he's just rubbing his hands together. Oh, oh, oh dead white babies. Like that's yeah. what he's wait. Like you think that that's in his heart as a human. Like have you seen an interview? And do you know how Chris Rock grew up? Like have you heard any of his other stand up? Like that doesn't even matter. You know why? Because the person is basically walking up to you and giving you a diagnosis of their own mind. That has nothing to do with Chris Rock and his joke. He's just he's just giving you a glimpse into how his brain works. But that's it, what that is. I'm telling that's exactly what the stimulus doesn't really matter. The stimulus at this point was just a catalyst for him to admit what was happening. Just like I, I said this before, and I keep going back to it because it's just so hilarious to me. Just like it doesn't matter that you were driving down the street and you saw a guy wearing a red MAGA hat. If you jump out of the car and take his hat and try to assault him, it had nothing to do with the hat. You're just a jerk, and you use this as a trigger, you know what right. I'm saying, to, to whatever behavior you wanted to do. This is your excuse for that behavior. But it had nothing to do with that. This is just who you want to be. So him missing the point of that joke had nothing to do with how the joke was crafted or what he thinks about Chris Rock's true intentions. That has nothing to do with it. This is how this guy's brain works, and he was just giving you a peek into, into his thought process. Well, to, to be fair, because this is... Because I so desire for humanity to evolve and to be kinder and accept each other and to love one another and grow and progress beyond all of this tribalistic horseshit. In order to do that, I want to contribute my part, which is the incessant divulging of white secrets. As many white secrets as I can cough up I want to share in, 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 in the spirit of brotherhood and bridge building. There is a rampant, and it's not white supremacy, it's not white fragility. The true disease that is operating in the mind of white people right now, guarantee you, talk to any white person that will tell you openly. They are going out of their way. Everything that they hear now is interpreted as, what if a white guy said that? Everything. Yeah, everything. It they reverse engineer every statement to say, well, "What if a white guy had said that?" So in his mind, the punchline for the joke is the cops need to start shooting more black kids. Now, for a number of reasons, in that context, the joke doesn't work, right? <laughs> because yeah. it's so. What's funny? Like if you took a time machine back to the 1500s and you're just bombing, right? And like, why don't these motherfuckers get any of these jokes? You can't just tell people what they should be laughing at. Like, that whether you agree statistically or whatever, like, well, technically, there are more white people shot by the police. That joke actually makes more sense. But but culturally and in the zeitgeist, that's not funny. That's not people's perception. That's not what's going on in culture, right? So a joke is going to land based upon where people's minds are at. Like, there's a reason why... The joke works as the police need to start killing some more white kids. It's the you know the comic who said who's saying it in the context that he's saying it and what's going on in culture right now. That's the reason why. But they're looking at it as a why couldn't I as a white guy get away with saying that in the reverse? And I and I and I don't think that that's a healthy exercise, especially if you think what the person is saying is wrong, right? Well, it's like well how can I get away with that shit? 
I yeah. don't think. Yeah. How can I get away with even more? <laughs> That's really what you're saying. How can I get away with even more? But, I, I love this the the fragility of it all. It's it's comical. It really is like that when that lady cop was like, I can't. I don't know how much more I can take. Just please oh, give us a break. She's a security guard, by the way. She oh, she's disavowed. She was disavowed. Oh, they disavowed her. She, she was disavowed. <laughs> That I forget what police department came. I was like, she has never worked for us. Are you serious? <laughs> she's a, no, she's, no. I, I, I could listen. That one. I could be wrong. Listen, I got a confession. I only saw the headline on the Candace Hill, Mark Lamont Hill interview. I didn't actually watch the video, so he may not have worded exactly like that. But, but, but I, but I trust Candace Owens. That, yeah, that that's probably in th- that was talked about to some degree. But I'll okay. go back and watch it. And I, I remember reading, yeah, I remember reading something. I don't know if she was, but she definitely didn't work for the police department. But I'm about 86% sure that the truth of the story was just like your boy from the uh, Covington kids was a Vietnam era veteran, not a Vietnam war veteran. Like it, there's a slight distinction. She was, she was a, uh, she was a security guard. I'm almost. Okay. Fired. Well, well, I'll say what was true was her tears. <laughs> Those were her, real. Her tears were definitely real. When she said she was too nervous to wait for her food, and she said, "I don't know how much more of this I can take," and I think <laughs> <laughs> waiting for food. I think that's the whole picture here: is that we have uh, large swaths of the country, the people who really don't understand anything about being looked at as less than or other, or and not that they should have to. We're not saying that, well, not, well, I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but their reaction to it is entertaining. It really is because they flip out immediately. Immediately. They're just like the fact that, uh, I, I think I saw an article about white dudes complaining about how people are picking them less or how they're treating them on dating sites. Like, basically, just a sentiment. Like, oh, but you're a white dude, though. So I don't know if I want to be dating you right now. Y'all are not too hot in these streets. Oh, and we're it's not like, popping. I get it, but I'm saying, like, I mean, what do you want me to... You want me to be like, you know, go campaigning? Like, hey, this is wrong. Y'all should start t- liking white guys. <laughs> Swiping <again>. right. <laughs> yeah. Swipe right for white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just... It'll probably make you better. Just deal with it for a little while. It'll be fine. You're still considered the default of human existence. You'll be fine. But but not even. The white people are the minority on the planet. True, but it, but, it, but the it, planet doesn't know that. Right? <laughs> the, they but, did a very good job of making sure the planet doesn't understand that. And they stood they like I said, they positioned themselves as a default existence of humans. If they had to send information into the cosmos about what lived on Earth, what do you think they would send? They would send like <laughs> It would say like a picture of Robert Redford or something. It'd be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that's exactly who they would be like. This is this is existence on Earth. It's white males, and they would look around the room like, what? Uh, are you? Is everyone else not okay with that? Like, you know, everybody else on the planet is brown, right? Like, but yeah, I don't think aliens would want to see the first thing they see would be a brown face. We'll give them something distinguished and refined, like nice European yeah, features. Yeah, but, but but you go to Ethiopia and Jesus is black. I mean, that's awesome. See, Right, that's, but oh, that's awesome. But, but 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 all I'm saying is is that yeah, people think in the context of their experience and their identity, you know. But but just because they're making a black Jesus in Ethiopia doesn't mean that they hate white people in Italy, or they 
or they they resent the pictures of white Jesus in Italy. You know what I'm saying? I just think it it's just because because really because because if you, I think what happens is is the Western world is penalized for winning. Like at some point we all had a starting point. We all come out of the same bag of shit, as DJ Premier said. We we all were in the primordial ooze. And it wasn't even that most of the people that looked like that. Society is only propelled forward by like a half a percent of people. There's some huge technological advances that took place. And it wasn't done by a whole bunch of people. There's a couple of important figures that come along and give humanity some knowledge. And it just so happened that in in this particular uh, landscape that we've arrived at, yeah, the, the Western world got a hold of the most um, sophisticated technology first, and that gave them an edge in being able to establish uh, their, their civilization. And you could argue now at this point that based on the Western system of law, it, it's probably the most fair system. You don't pay more taxes if you're a different color or you're a different religion, right. you can't claim that you have the divine right of kings, so you can't be prosecuted. Like, there's some things where it's like, okay, you know, but but the reality is everything that we're arguing will based upon the fact that this is a less than or a minority, therefore it should be exalted. It's kind of hard to logically make that argument against white people. Like, you're about, I don't know, 10, 20% of the entire planet. Like, technically, you are white. So making white Jesus is really like making black Jesus if you're in America. You know what I'm saying? In the context of the whole world. Right. <laughs> so so, it, so I, I just, you know, I don't think it's that nefarious that these people who happen to be white were like, you know what? We never want anybody else to be acknowledged as a human ever. Although the, I'm sure there were some people that had that sentiment. I, I just don't think it was that nefarious. I think they're like, oh, well, we're white. Let's send a picture in space of other people that are white. I don't know. It's I could it's be possible. wrong. It could, it could all be a racist cabal. Farrakhan and could be right. I'm not saying I know for sure. It's, it's very possible. Sentiment. Just because historically, I don't know of anybody else who've had who's had like a, a generational concerted effort for, you know, creating different information about people and i don't know anybody else who's done it to that degree anywhere else in the world like who's created manuscripts about how other races are less human like is there is there somewhere with or there's just no no uh no black people on the planet who's gotten deep enough into science to make a book that claims that white people are beasts the cave beasts and shit because they definitely had some books like that so I think they did more work on the planet. And maybe it's because they're only 20% of the planet. They did more work to establish the idea that they were the only acceptable, you know, uh, archetype. So they did a lot of work to protect themselves, I guess, from the rest of the planet, maybe. I don't know right. anybody else who's done it, who's done it that much. Maybe nobody else has had a reason to do it, technically. When you're really thinking about it, who, who, if, if the rest of the planet is brown, they wouldn't have had much of a reason to think about creating these pillars of why brown is right. But you got to give me some specific It's just self-evident. Because for the most part, most of the world uh, up until the last couple of hundred years has been supremely segregated. Like 
um, in terms of, you know, like right now, you know, I, I couldn't tell you the difference between a Kurd and an Iraqi. I'm right. sure if you put a like five, like if you brought me 10 people, five of them were Kurdish and five of them were Iraqi, my cultural context and my experience, I probably couldn't tell. But they know, like, no, we are totally different. We are so different. We are willing to kill each other. Same thing with, like, Sunni and Shiite Muslims. You know, same things with Persians and Arabic peoples. Like, those people within those groups understand that there's a distinction, right? And it's and, and it may be subtle if you're not in that cultural context. But, I mean, this is how the world has worked. People speciated and populated different areas, different cultures. They had their borders. Things changed when one group would conquer another and then land would get reappropriated and then a new people would... This has gone on and on and on and on and on. But it's only very, very recently that people of such diverse ethnicities and cultures got to all live in the same place. Like, really, really live in the same place in as big as numbers as we currently do. So I don't even know that there necessarily would have been a need for Africans to be like, fuck them crackers. Or Europeans to be like... Because in Europe, it was just only Europeans. Now there's much more of a mix. But really, in Europe, it it was just Europeans. And those motherfuckers didn't like each other at all. And they were able to be like, yo, fuck them Frenchmen. Yo, fuck them Welsh. You right. know, they, they found had a lot of little not... different groups of people. Yeah, they, and they had yeah. full on wars. Right. Oh, for hundreds wars. and hundreds of years, fuck them. We don't like them. They speak different than us. They eat right different next food. door to each other. Can't right. tell them apart. <laughs> right. So this notion that they were like, yo, we're, we're right. So any so in our cultural context, especially as Americans, we're like, I don't get it. You all look white to me. I don't understand. Okay, <laughs> when when you open What's your white? mouth. The words are different, okay, but I don't, I don't get it. You all dress ridiculous. Uh, your food sucks. I don't, I don't understand it. What's the problem? But, but, but we're not in that cultural context at that time. So I just don't know that there would have been a need to have like a concerted effort to establish, you know, our superiority as 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 white people. But I do think that there is a superiority in terms of Western culture which happened to be um, from the area where Europeans populated. But it doesn't mean that this is a set of ideas couldn't have existed or been created anywhere else. It just so happened that that's where it was. Just like it just so happens that we have space technology because of Nazis, right? We don't fly in propeller planes because of... Now we can say, well, I hate the Nazis. Nazis are evil. Okay, well... They fucking got the jet engine. They figured it out. Like I, that's where it populated. But that doesn't mean we can't take that jet engine now and we can all enjoy it and not throw Jews in the oven. Like we can do that now. Like we can we can wield the power of that jet engine with a different purpose than they did and have a different cultural context. So I don't think it it has to just be applied to just European people because again, all European European people aren't the same. There was some similarities because of Catholicism, but even that had its divisions and wars fought over that type of shit. Because you got to tell me specifically what you're talking about. Like, are we talking about, like, white Jesus? Are we talking about Darwin? 
Like, what are we talking about specifically? Oh, yeah. all, all, I think all of that is part of the same structure, even, okay. even to the point where with trade and stuff like that, you know, people, uh, they establish these bases, bases where they purposely lightened the population of different countries. They imported Europeans to lighten the population because they thought that would just make their whole situation better if everybody was more light-skinned. That's a psychology. That's a specific pathology with the idea that comes with whiteness. Then that's what I'm saying. They And they might not have uh, completely known what they were trying to establish, but it came from these ideas of bloodlines and things like that. And it took for a lot of generations and, and probably until it became, you know, what was happening here with designating people actually white that it, you know, came to its end but i think the idea has been around for a long time because of things like that this idea that they was trying to preserve something that was more refined and more reserved and not savage and you know they, they separated themselves from that and it wasn't because they were french so to speak you know i don't think they completely divided it they definitely separated themselves as a whole from the rest of the world for sure but 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 i think though that that's not exclusive to white on black because uh, when you watch Braveheart, they get into that whole uh, prima noctis, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, yeah. you know, the English are like, yo, these fucking Scots, they're way too ghetto for us. Like, True. they're not as refined as us. They're not as sophisticated. They weren't like, but they got white skin. They're on Team White. Let's fucking go. Not they yet. Were, it took a while right. to evolve into that, but it became that right. eventually. It, That's it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I, I, and, I, and I think that it it naturally involved in that because of the for political reasons in America, but it's not something exclusive to this white on black dynamic. White people did it to other white people, and they didn't see it as that. It's just when you have a culture, and and it's it's hard to argue when you watch Braveheart and you see the the Scots versus the English. Like it's hard to make the argument that the English weren't superior. That they weren't more sophisticated culturally. The kinds of dwellings that they created, the kinds of uh, system of laws and their organizing principles. But that doesn't give you the right to go be a dick to people that <laughs> don't have it together as much. Like that's right. where ethics comes in. It's like, okay, we get it. You built these fucking big castles. Okay, awesome. And yeah, you got you guys got your shit together. Okay, this the Scottish culture didn't achieve that. But that didn't mean that Scottish people couldn't assimilate into English society and and be a part of because because, again, this when we talk about a civilization, a civilization and a culture is a speciating tool. Like after generations and generations of living within that, you assimilate into that and you begin to operate on that level. And people from cultures that are maybe not as sophisticated after two or three generations, like in a more sophisticated sculpture, their kids are going to grow up. They're going to be culturalized. And you know what I mean? So, yeah, you may never have learned the language, but now your kid doesn't speak your language as well, but they speak English perfectly. You right. know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it, it like you got to separate the people that are assholes within that high level culture versus the positives that that culture produces because it's not like okay i heard there was some slave labor uh with the pyramids let's just tear them down right these are as yeah. bad as the confederate statue no sense like no bitch you can't build a pyramid like maybe they didn't build them in the most ethical ways 
But most of them were highly skilled laborers that got paid. Maybe there were some slaves that moved some bricks, right? But they, they certainly weren't designing the fucking pyramids. But yeah. I can't throw out the high level of achievements of Egypt just because, you know, they invaded Kush. They fucked up some Nubians. It happened. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm not going to throw I mean, out the pyramids. This is just now. par for the course for the planet. And I think a lot of people, they, they, they write that off because they don't want to look at the big picture. But this is just what humans tend to do to each other. And everywhere on the planet it's happened. People have separated themselves by the smallest of details, the little features and colors and, and regions that they live in, what type of ceremonial shit they do. And they've said they've found every reason to separate themselves from each other and have war with each other and kill each other. But for some reason, once that shit starts crossing racial lines, it becomes a, a bigger overall travesty. And I'm not sure why that is, but I mean, even like you said, white people were doing this shit to each other for a very long time before they, you know, escaped their little area and started running into people who didn't look like them and then they continue the same shit that they were already doing but that's the part that seems barbaric you know when they start chopping up the quote-unquote savages that's barbaric but if it's like you know the guys in armor are chopping up the guys with kilts you know that's just part of their rich history you know right but soon as soon as they run up on some browns people and start chopping them up it's like look at this insidious evil shit they did it's like wait a minute like this is just what people do it seems like i don't know what the i don't know why it's so different in our consciousness i'm not sure because we know what people do to each other i don't think that's right. a um that no, i don't think anybody's slipping on that information we know what humans do to each other everywhere for all kinds of reasons so what makes it so different when the uh when the race barrier gets crossed i i think it's because for political expedience it's been so ingrained in our heads culturally because it's been such an effective tool so i think there's a consciousness we have in america about the black white shit that i don't know is necessarily universal but it's it's hard to say that because i know people like um i was dating this girl from ecuador and she would tell me like yeah no no there's racism like stop like it's like there are lighter skinned people uh, there's African people that like they're responsible uh, for all the good music. They live separately. They're near the coast. There's the natives that still speak like I think it's like Quechua or something like and, and they're like native Indians and they don't really fuck with the rest. And there's still like people of European descent there. And they do like have this like like these these distinctions to where they don't see themselves as being a part of one another. So, I mean. I, and I don't even think that's necessarily a bad thing if we all come to the tables playing by the same rules and like that's what a nation's for, because because the argument the the argument from like the Jared Taylors and the Louis Farrakhan's are there is no there is no glue to bind us all together outside of race. There is there there is invariably going to be tribal warfare because that's just how people are, and I think to some degree like again. There might be something in us that's primal that compels us to be that way. But my argument for that is always like, listen, courtship for thousands of years was just rape. There was no dating. There was, I conquered you. I'm going to bone your women. And no one is, this is all without consent. And that's how children got made. 
Like this was culture, right. as barbaric as it was. So you've got a primal instinct in you to rape. We're still not going to be like, okay, well, you rape. It's your, it's your biology. We're not going to, can't stop you. I mean, you have a primal instinct to be raped. No, we've evolved as such that we've learned the value of, of women and giving women autonomy over their body and, and, and giving women equality. We've learned the value in how that makes us all better as civilized people and how it makes our civilization better. So the, the idea that just because we have something that might be biological or tribalistic within us, that that means it's not possible for us to evolve past it. I don't, I don't buy into that. I think, right. I think that our culture is uniquely set that we do, we do for the most part have a meritocracy. We have people that rig the game. There's, there, you know, there's people that, you know, pay to get their kids into college and there's people that are politically connected. Like there's definitely corruption, but at the end of the day, like if you're good at some shit here, you can progress if you're the best at it. Doesn't matter. Like if it like there is still a degree of meritocracy here. So I think we're primed to be able to have something where we all can share a set of rules, a sh- sh- uh, a set of values, a set of goals, have a common destiny, and all prosper together, even if we all don't look alike, and even if most of us choose to self segregate, because the reality is is that's that's what it is. People, right. you know, true. you know, I don't choose to live that way. But if I tell you that my experience is the common experience, I, I don't have any anecdotal evidence or statistical evidence to back that up. The majority is most people are living in predominant whatever neighborhoods, going to predominant whatever churches and have close friends predominantly of a certain certain race. The only exceptions I know are people that are heavily in the hip hop culture or yeah. people that are in the military. That's it. Everybody else is like kind of isolated. I was just thinking that just as you were saying it. And uh, I was thinking, well, it's like a little bit different with me and the people that I know. But it's because of music. It's because that, that's what that's what changes everything. That's what crosses all the barriers is, you know, people through hip hop scene. So you can have all types of friends. And their friends have all types of friends if they all listen to the same type of music and they go on the shows and everything. So military, I don't know a lot of them people, but I could definitely see what you mean by uh, hip hop community for sure. Because I don't imagine, I don't know where I would have uh, made those connections with those people if it wasn't for that being, uh, you know, the thing that brought us all together. Whether it was looking for studios, meeting people through studios and producers and just everything involved with that brought a lot of different, a lot of diversity as far as a friend group, for sure. Absolutely. I remember, and I appreciated it more in hindsight, but in hindsight, I could look back and I'm like, yo, I know that if it wasn't for the fact that I could freestyle my ass off, like I was around people and in places that in any other circumstance, I would have just got viciously beat the fuck up. (laughs) That was the only option for me. Like, you're not from around here. You don't belong here. Like you need to leave here, but for because because of the love of the music and the love of the art and the love of the culture, like you know, in, in any other circumstance where you know, okay, you're that you're a white boy that's not supposed to be here, we're just gonna beat you the fuck up. It's like no, you're you're with us. It's it's all it's all love. It's all and you don't you don't really see you know. I can't think of another culture, especially in music, because even within music, music is pretty self segregated too. Like. 
Oh yeah. They, like they, like if you're going to do that kind of mu- music, then you better look like this. And it's weird. Like what? You're a you're a black metalhead. You do black you know black rock. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, we kind of invented it. It's, you know, it's not. It's, uh, I know we've moved on, but, but oh, yeah. Elvis, Elvis invented it. Uh, sorry, sorry, I got my fat. But but yeah, but hip hop is the only thing where it's like okay, um, literally people from every every kind of culture or background who have different, and it's and it's cool too because I can meet people that you know right off the bat like had a totally different life experience than me. Saw people get shot. Have friends that got murdered, been in jail. Totally not my experience. I can meet that person. And even though we have no commonality in that regard, we could talk for hours and immediately have a rapport based on knowledge of the music. It is really like it really is like a priesthood. Yeah. I definitely feel that. This shit's special. I can you imagine being like a like a country singer? And having a, you think you think that same situation could take place? Like, you bring your buddy to the where, they, where do they have their gatherings? Like, where's their cipher happen at? Do they get together and, and like, <laughs> like bar? I don't know. I don't mean to be disparaging. I really and don't it's know. Like, what's he doing here? Like, no, he's with me. You think, <laughs> you think that could happen? <laughs> it just it just sounds funny. I can see the trailer. I can see the trailer already. That that'd be pretty hilarious. It'd be like a. The the backstory of uh, Darius Rucker, or, or Charlie Pride, called Young Hootie. Yeah. Young Hootie. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want him around here playing his guitar and whatnot. J- just give him a listen. Just I'm telling you, he's great. Just give him a chance. That that's awesome. That could definitely. He's gonna happen. be in here with his hip hopity hoppity hip. We don't need that shit here. And then you and just then, hear his voice right. start. From I the only want to be with you. And the crowd's just mesmerized. <laughs> and then one old dude in the back takes his hat off. That's how he, <laughs> he gives his approval. It's like an uh, angel descended from the heavens. That's the, the dude in the back. He's a big fat dude with a, with a white beard. His name's Catfish. Yeah. And he's just sitting in the back. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll give him a chance. <laughs> Catfish likes you. You come back here the same time yeah. next week. We'll let you play again. Catfish said, be here on Friday with a new song. <laughs> That's just so racist. This whole thing is racist. It is. It's terribly like, racist. It's, it, we're, we're disparaging country folk. It is. And they're it's, like, we would we would be fine if he came and played here. I, I, I know how to And I resent you. the fact that right. you would suggest otherwise. Right, that you would just think out of the gate, we're we're racist. Yeah, see, it, this is a cancelable offense. No, it, it, it's not, <laughs> and it's part of that double standard of why Chris Rock gets to say he can't wait for more dead white children. Is right. is is because it's it's sad. Well, I don't I don't know that it's sad, but it I I personally think that this is what is fomenting a lot of the resentment and further furthering the wedge between the various cultures is that you could pretty much make fun of poor white people without any... Like, it's a running gag. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you say some ghetto... You know, I ghetto-rigged it. You know what I mean? Anything ghetto could be, like, offensive. Like, you're disparaging poor black people. But if you make fun of poor white people, that shit is like, yeah. that's Because really, that's who they're demonizing. Like, when they make fun from the left of people on the right, like they're not really kind of making fun of the the guy that went to Yale and wears a business suit. 
like when they when they frame Trump supporters, it's like a bunch of like toothless people from Louisiana, you know, that that can barely conjugate, you know, they're just they're struggling to string together coherent sentences. You know, they got a, a thick southern draw like those people you can kind of make fun of with without social penalty. And you know they don't why? organize to be like, yo, don't make fun of us. You, you know why? It's the I think it's these two things. It's, it's for one, it's the idea that... They and they're had, definitely not the beneficiaries of white privilege, by the way. That's we the thing. That there too. That's the thing. The idea is that they had everything going for them and blew it. That's the idea. It's like you blew a 20-point lead when you see those people. Nobody considers the real circumstances of their lives or what could have happened or what type of, you know, family they had, intergenerational right. trauma. And they don't consider that at all. They're just like, yo, you're white and, and this is the condition you're in. You blew a 20 point lead. And, right, and, and, and the other side of it is the fact that uh, from outside of that, looking at them, you, you, you see them as being delusional because they still think that they're part of the inner circle. Like but, but they I think, think that's I think more a lot of, a of them, perception, though. Oh, of course, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. from the outside looking in, I think the people who disparage them the most, they, that's how they see them as delusional. Like you think the elite would invite you in, but you're just you you you're just cannon fodder like the rest of us. And a lot of them, in the defense of the people who talk the smack, a lot of them do come off like that. Like if you, but it's cherry picked. Like if you watch the right video of people who go. Uh, they interview people at Trump rallies. You the know, a, a lot of them struggle. <laughs> a lot of them do have this idea, like you know, they they I don't know. It's just, it's weird, man. It's weird. They do kind of seem like they get it. They act like they get it. They think they're special, and it's like, do you do y'all see yourselves? Y'all looking mad goofy out here right now. But you know, these are special. These are the people that they cherry pick and interview because they know they're gonna say stupid shit, and they do. A lot, though. <laughs> a lot. Like, do you ask a guy? Uh, he says, "I don't. I trust the president. All you got to do is read the transcripts to know he's innocent." Did you read the transcripts? No, I didn't read the transcripts, but I trust the president. And he's like, "So you should, but but everybody should definitely read the transcripts." Oh yeah, yeah, they should. But just so we're clear, you didn't read them. No, no, I didn't read them. And these are real people. <laughs> From right. what I, you know, these are real people, and these, and this is how they're presenting their premise about their political beliefs. So it's like it's it's kind of easy to laugh at them. But I saw the same thing when Obama got elected. I saw the same thing from the other side. They went and found every person that they could who was some goofball in the hood, who was like, <laughs> I hate every <laughs> iota of a cracker. <laughs> right. They found all those people. What do you love about Obama? Free phones. And it's like, oh my god, yo, where do y'all find these people? And but, and but this is out the problem. There. When a motherfucker is talking, they are only talking for themselves. Yeah. People got to get that through the head because because that's the problem, too, is it's always thrown out there. It's like now this person is speaking for all Trump voters. No. <laughs> this is speaking for all Obama voters. No. That's when it that works, one idiot. Right. When it because, works, it works. We'll use because, it. We'll take it. Because it plays on what people's perception is already. So when you feed them something that gives into their confirmation bias, I knew they only voted for him because he was black. I knew that. Well, well, why did the white people vote for him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you think like, everybody that voted guilt. for him voted for the same reason? Yeah. Yeah, white guilt. Uh, Which yeah, is still course. voting for him because he's black, technically. So, I mean, 
It was all just a social experiment, right? Didn't have anything to do that he was against the Iraq war. They talked about shutting down Guantanamo Bay, that he was promoting universal health care. No. No. Why would any of that ever come into play when it's a black guy? Mm. That's the only thing that you ever need to say. It's like, are you voting for the black guy or not? (laughs) That that pretty much tells you everything. And now we have it in the reverse. So Trump, who is way more stereotypically black in the negative than than Obama ever was, is it, now you have the reverse choice. If you do vote for Trump, you're a racist. If you didn't vote for Obama, you were a racist. Wow, that's awesome to go back to back like that. Isn't it? It's Be- the, simu- the simulation is showing off, you know? Because let me tell you, if Obama had his vodka bottles up and was and was trying to peddle steaks and was talking shit about all his enemies, you know what I mean? Giving them nicknames, bitch ass Hillary, you know, fuck boy Joe, you know, uh, like he's sleepy you think he Joe, pulled it off? you know, low energy. Oh, fuck no. You know, you and think here, Obama could have got away with saying, grab him. <laughs> uh, sometimes they'll just let you grab him by the pussy. Bro, listen, just, just imagining him saying that and how nuclear that shit would have been. Or or are we racist for thinking that would have been nuclear? No, I don't think it's racist at all. I think they thought it was nuclear for Trump in any other political context. But again, that just shows you how sick people are of the political establishment. That there was literally nothing he could do that would not make him unelectable. Oh, word? You say fuck everybody else? Okay, well, that's we're on board. We don't like this shit either. Fuck everybody. You're, You're with that fuck everybody shit? Okay, we'll vote for you. We don't care. You grab him by the pussy? Okay. I mean, I'm talking about fucking porn stars, fucking video vixens, fucking Hooter girls. Like, like his entire life is a rapper's life. You know, it's like true. It's true. Any, any of the negative, stereotypical shit that if you polled one of those Trump voters about what a black president would look like, right? Because if you just took all the negative shit that gets thrust upon black people and that gets reinforced sometimes voluntarily... All of that shit is true about Trump. He's fucking braggadocious. He talks shit, you know, nonstop talking shit. You know what I'm saying? He's fucking everything that moves. All of the negative. Yo, he is a. He the the only thing he could have done to authenticate it even more is when he made his presidential announcement, came down the escalator, and he's like, "Yo, and my mixtape is on Dat Piff as of midnight tonight. <laughs> Download that shit. I got bars." Yeah, that that would have been a nail in the coffin right there. That that, that's his whole cost. swagger. Obama went to Harvard. He's not cheating on his wife. He's 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 incredibly thoughtful. He doesn't just spout off at the mouth braggadocious shit. Like you could tell. And I remember them. They used to make fun of him. Like oh, he's so professor professorial. Bitch, he's thinking before he speaks. Like why is and, that a bad and look, thing? And look what that got us. Right. <laughs> and look what that got us. Someone who doesn't, who's not even thinking as he's speaking. Or at just all. Say you whatever. don't have to at all. Uh, what do I have to form. say here to get these people to it, leave it me alone? It tells you a lot. It tells you a lot about about these processes and how people, uh, how people are thinking about things as they move forward. Because to go from that guy to, to this guy is such a stark contrast. It kind of shows you, it kind of makes you feel like it was a uh, almost like revenge. Like I feel like Trump is like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna show you something. I feel like he's he's revenge. 
when you when you uh when you frame it like that because obama i mean i'm sure he did a bunch of i, I don't follow this stuff to be honest i'm sure he did just as much horrible shit as the guy before him you know that's how they roll but he made it look he, he swagged it out you know what i'm saying he was super slick with it and trump is just like no nah, i'm just gonna open the door and i'm gonna cuss and i'm gonna talk <laughs> mad shit and y'all gonna love me for it because that's secretly who a lot of these people want to be that's who they want to be. They don't want to be the guy who's like, uh, yes, ma'am. They want to be the guy who's like, you know, can't fire that bitch. <laughs> they want to be fired. that guy. They want to be that guy and they want to feel good about it. They Not only do they want to be that guy, they want that guy to be popular. They want him to be the man. They don't want you. They don't want to be frowned on for being the super bro. You know, the jerk, the douchebag. You know, we get into a place, and and that's PC culture. That's what they're fighting against, is people frowning at the douchebag. He he's definitely that, and and there is, I I kind of felt the same way that you did before I really started looking into it, because that's how it seemed. I forget. I think it was, I think it was Van Jones that called it a white lash, like it was <laughs> the backlash for Obama. Like, okay, you got Obama. Well, guess what we got. We got the most hood motherfucker ever, Donald J. Trump. He don't Reverse. give a fuck. He's grabbing bitches by the pussy. He's dicking down porn stars. He don't give a fuck about you. He's going to tell you to your face. <laughs> he shot somebody in the shoulder on Fifth Avenue. Nobody gave a fuck. They still voted for him. What? And he got money. And he got his own vodka. You want right, some? Man. You can't <laughs> some, beat that. Some you really Trump Ciroc. Yeah, he's just—he's a fucking rapper. So, he but he can—he could be a nightclub owner. He could be a rapper. You could put him <laughs> any in any CD position, business. and they're just like, you know what? I like this guy. Right. I like this guy. You—you you, but, 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 but it—it is it, really. I think it was two parts of it. Obama. Obama was what we all hoped for. Like, okay, you're gonna get us out of the wars. George Bush was abusing, you know, the executive branch. And and this is when I kind of got hip to the game because I wasn't I didn't vote until Obama. But I remember people getting so upset about George Bush. And it was very popular in our circles just to hate George Bush. 9-11 was an inside job, all of that shit. But everything that you could say that was fucked up about Bush, Obama did that shit times 10. Right. Of but, course. But but because it wasn't Bush, right? And if you voted for Bush, you were a racist. But because you voted for Obama, you're not a racist. And therefore, racism versus not racism, the not racism is good. Therefore, what he's doing must be good. And that's when you kind of see the game like, okay, so nobody's evaluating the decisions being made based upon the decisions themselves. We're evaluating how we feel about those decisions based upon the person making them. So whenever we need to do some super left-wing shit, we're going to do it under a right-wing president. Like, do you think mm. they would have let Obama take out $6 trillion? <laughs> they wouldn't give not. a fuck. Pandemic, bitch. We don't give a fuck if there's a planet of the apes with, like, outbreak monkeys <laughs> attacking every American city on the planet. No, bitch, you cannot have $6 trillion. They never would have let Obama have $6 trillion for shit, no matter what the fuck was going on. Trump's like, uh... People are getting the flu. I need $6 trillion. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's send every American $1,200. And that makes up like no. 5% of the money being built. Let's give all of our fucking criminal business buddies the rest of this money that every taxpayer has got to pay off. And when you want to do some hardcore right-wing shit, 
Obama, yo, George Bush killed a couple people with drones. Hold my beer. I'm going to be bombing yeah. weddings, men, women, and children. I don't give a fuck. You having a bar mitzvah? I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You having the, the Islamic version of a bar mitzvah? I don't give a fuck. I came to drop bombs. Word to your moms. I got fucking <laughs> so many drones. I'm dropping drones with bombs, son. I don't give a fuck. Yo, presidential power? Oh, the executive branch is bypassing legislation? I don't give a fuck. Yo, we got immigrants here. Yo, you can stay, son. Congress don't even need to pass laws. I'm just going to write it. We're going to fucking do it. Executive order, bitch. Like a whole bunch of executive orders. But when George Bush was doing that shit on behalf of the police state, we're like, yo, the president ain't supposed to do that. The Congress is supposed to write the laws. Why the fuck are you doing that? Yo, it's a game, dude. It's a game because the average person doesn't know what the fuck is going on. It doesn't really care to know what the fuck is going on. Every time they want to pass a certain set of an agenda, they need a particular face for it. And so I think people got hip to that game to the point where they were just like, yo, Trump isn't any of these motherfuckers. Let's go with him. I don't care. And some people were just like, this shit is evil. I just wanted to burn down. Who better to destroy the country than this fucking idiot? And that's why they voted for him. It makes sense, man. Listen, it makes perfect sense. I'm still, I'm not convinced yet which way it's going to go. I'm kind of just working on uh, discipline in my own environment and hacking my own little matrix bubble. I'm not trying to deal with the rest of that shit because I think it's uh it's like one of those things where you got to wait and see where all the debris falls before you really make a full decision. It's one of those, I, I imagine it being like a, a situation where something exploded and a bunch of pieces went in the air and it's like, it's no point in running yet because we don't know where they're going to land at. So I could be safe right where I'm standing at, but if I try to run, I could get killed by falling debris. So I'm going to wait a little bit longer before I figure out what my next move is. I'm not trying to freak out yet. I, I, you know, cause it's, it could be anything at this point. It could anything It's so much, bro. So many videos I've been getting lately about this whole deep state. And I'm not even trying to get into all of that right now, but it's the deep state It's the freaking, and it could be anything. In my opinion, no matter which direction you prepare for, there's not enough information that you're going to be right. So you could be completely wasting your time. So what I'm going to do is just enjoy my existence until I have to make a serious decision about any of this shit. Yeah, you're going to be a healthy, happy, well-adjusted adult. That's what, <laughs> that's what any sane that's person effect. with a modicum of wisdom would do. Yeah, but, I, but the rest of us are addicted to the drama. And we want to be involved in the story. What's going on? What's going on? I'm fucking addicted to the news. I I tried to stop. I I made it a couple of days. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? It's a simulation, bro. It's all a simulation. You know what? (laughs) I watch this shit like any day I'm going to get that call. Listen, we know you've been paying attention. We need you to start making decisions about the the, the general direction of the world. Are you ready? Have you watched enough YouTube videos to know what's going on? Are you ready to counsel the enterprise in the right direction? Like, I'm a fucking yeah. piece of shit nobody. I don't need to be this well-informed. <laughs> I don't really need to know. But I feel like it's some civic kind of responsibility that I need to know what's going on. And really, all it does is drive you mentally ill because everybody is lying to you. 
Everybody has an agenda. Yep. Nobody really gives. There's no virtuous people. I'm convinced at this point that nobody gets to that level of power and wealth and influence without being a piece of shit. No good people get there. You can't be a good person and get there. It's not It's not like that. Because yeah. I don't think good people naturally crave power. Like, I don't want to tell anybody what to do. I don't want to make decisions for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't have any part of me to do that. Like, I want to get along with everybody. I don't want to live at the expense of somebody else. Like, to the degree that I cannot cause suffering to another human being, that's how I would prefer to live my life. But I don't think that that's in the programming of people who are like, yo, uh, I don't want anybody to say retard anymore. So I'm going to change the world (laughs) so that anybody who says retard is going to end up homeless. I want to do that. Good Lord. That's my life's mission, is to make it so if you ever say the word retard, you you end you end up homeless. Gosh, what a world, bro! What a world! What a simulation we have on our hands. <laughs> Seriously, that, I, I, I'm serious. I mean, we're to the point right now where the way things are firing off on both ends of the spectrum, no matter where you look at, it's just a fact. Matter of fact, I'm gonna send you this video of this guy talking to, I think he's a a physicist. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about how the world is basically proving itself to be a simulation. And I'm going to send you this video, and I want to definitely discuss some of the points that they talked about in here, because they're basically just talking about science, mathematical equations, and studies that they're doing, and the information that they're getting back. But if you use that as like, almost like an art of war kind of thing, how you can take the art of war and map it over a corporate environment and you can figure out how to, you know, take over a corporate environment. The stuff that he's talking about, you can map it over a lot of what's happening in the world in the world and it will completely fit and show you how this is how a simulation would behave at a certain point. And it's just, it's magical shit to get into, bro. Because when you see how absurd the fucking world is and how it's basically normal for the people who are kind of mixed up in it. You know, like you're watching the news and seeing who's getting canceled and for what and all the kind of shit that's happening. It's absurdity, but it's being presented as just regular, normal, everyday shit. And I feel like uh, this is how a simulation would speed itself up. Like, you know how when you play in The Sims and you get bored, so you click it to be like on three times the speed. Right, right. That's basically what's happening. It's like, you know what? Let's just hurry this up. I'm going to just skip a few levels and I'm just going to put this shit in overdrive. And then the simulation has to figure out how to put itself into overdrive without breaking its own rules. So it's like, oh, okay, I think I know what to do. I'll well, just, you know, just turn them all against each other, make them blow the whole shit up. I mean, people in third world countries have smartphones and, right. and smartphones are connected to the internet. So, I think about to a degree too, like if we're not engineering people's emotions and we're not culturizing the entire world based upon like this simulation culture that we have, you know, with these, you know, avatars representing ourselves in the digital space and digital culture has bled over into like real world culture. I think that's a, I think that's a side effect of, um, trying to figure ourselves out. I think that's probably one of the ways that we come to realization. When a simulation starts creating simulations of its own, it's probably going to start finding out stuff about itself. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if, if, if you program a simulation and it's running long enough that it gets to the point where it has to compute things on a quantum level so it builds its own simulations, if the simulation begins to study the ones that it created on its own, it's like, wait a minute. When I study the simulation that I made, how I built it, the numbers I used and everything, I see similarities in how my own, what I consider my reality to be. I see similarities in the pillars of my own reality with what I designed in my video game. And that's what's happening to us right now. So I think well, that's you, a powerful you, place to be. But you know that, that that's like how the business and the politics of the internet runs now. Is they run all of these models, like right. like they that that's why they were able to predict like with the voting how the election was gonna go and everybody had their own models based upon simulations they're gathering all these this data right. because we become more quantifiable and predictable based on all the information that we share. So when you have all that information, you kind of you 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 you're kind of mapping out the the behavior of all of these 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 creatures. Um, because their desires and their habits are all represented by their, their electronic choices that they right. made in the digital world. You kind of know who they are, but, but it, it's, dude, it's absolutely bananas to me that, that not only are we that predictable, but that we are kind of we're kind of modeling now our world based upon this shit on the internet. Like internet culture is now real world culture. Right. So like the, the problems of the internet have cause, cause you could say like, okay, and here's a perfect example. If you're looking for racism, don't go to your neighbor. Don't go to the random guy on the street. I can guarantee you, 999,000 times out of a million the person you interact with is going to be cool as fuck they're not going to say anything fucked up or hateful towards you they may even kind of have some racist feelings but they're going to be polite to you and everybody's going to get along go to the YouTube comment section oh good god <laughs> to read the way people or better yet go to BitChute BitChute is Yo, I thought YouTube comments were bad until I went to BitChute. BitChute comments are the fucking most horrific shit. It's like it's the it's the literary equivalent of watching a man devour a live baby as it's crying. <laughs> like that but with language. That's what you're reading. It's horrific. Yeah. And but 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 so so the so you understand like okay, if people are this comfortable spewing out this vile hateful shit under the guise of anonymity then clearly we have a problem with like hate speech like we need to regulate hate speech like i could see how you would get that impression because people are fucking really gross when it's not personal it allows them to be impersonal and it's just like you know with the dudes that are driving the drones they're like yo it looks like a video game to me you know you send somebody out to war and they got to hack away with a bronze age weapon and it takes like three slices to get through the person's arm, you know, you got to have a lot more buy-in, right? There's a lot more of a visceral investment you got to make to kill somebody that way versus I fly a drone, I hit a button. It's a right. lot easier to be cold and murderous. But when you got to hack through somebody, 
you really got to have that 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 hate or that anger there. So I think it's the same way with like the internet. It's so easy to be so callous and cold and hateful. You know what I'm saying? Because you have less consequences than you would in the real world. So people behave there differently and it expresses like the worst part of humanity. But that's not how people are behaving in the real world. Because you know those people don't go outside. I don't know. I, you, they got to go outside. <laughs> they don't go outside very often. Or either that or they just, like you said, they just have an internet persona. Because some of the stuff that you read in there is hard. Maybe it is just a character. But it's hard for me to believe that a person who would craft that kind of reply. Like just, it, it, it takes some time and energy to come up with some of that stuff. And I feel like a person who would type that and leave it for somebody else to consume. I don't understand how you function in life. Unless, like I said, it's just a character. Unless you're just like Andrew Dice Clay, and this is my thing I do. I smoke my cigarette with my arm around my neck. And it's just funny. <laughs> Everybody loves it. I don't know how if that's really how you see the world and how you want to treat people. I don't understand how you function in society. And and if you also, you just think that's funny. Some of it, you know, calling somebody stupid or... You know, that kind of whatever. That's just the internet. But like I said, so you know what I'm talking about. Some of this stuff is, yeah, some and of it's special. They don't love the Jews or the blacks. Or or I, or, I, or women. I, <laughs> or, or the gays. Yeah, there's a lot. Or I, midgets. You know, I haven't or, seen. You know, or interracial couples or whatever I, it is. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything that's openly hateful towards the gays except like in, in like the pro-black chat rooms. That I've been like I don't with all the all the stuff I go into is usually um, I hate the Jews or I hate the blacks is is typically what I see. The blacks hate the Jews and the gays. The whites hate the Jews and the blacks. Right. What, what do the Jews hate? Do the Jews tell anybody what they hate? The Jews do not tell anybody what they hate. They just, yeah, they just <laughs> it's hate, all just just goyims in, in general. Just yeah. goyims in general. You know, we don't want to say too much, but you know. No, That's we, They're smart. They're smart by keeping our, it our public faces. We want to get along with everybody. We like everybody. Mm. Well, they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very special. It's very, very special. But like I said, everybody on this planet has to evolve with their own set of skills. And there's always a trade-off because of your environment, because of your, you know, your generational experience. Everybody has something a little bit different, you know? white you know the white people are very dominant in business and colonizing but they can't dance at all there's a trade-off and and that's what and jewish people are are hyper white people all of the stereotypes about white people are like amplified in and they're like people. condensed white people because there is some it is it's from concentrate concentrate like <laughs> do they have a camp for that White yeah there's a, there's, there's a <laughs> I need a camp where I can concentrate <laughs> no uh, no I didn't mean it like that I'm saying I wanted to concentrate right I wanted to it? solidify right 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 I wanted <laughs> no, to pour all of this into a small tightly packed nugget no it, it's 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 like like um I used to amaze people like yo you could freestyle forever and you could always land on beat you can always rhyme on beat why do you fucking move so awkward? Like, and I've had girls like like invest time. Like, listen, it's a bachata. It's like the easiest fucking dance. It's three steps. And I just I'm in my head. And so the, when Dave Chappelle called it out, but the body's yo, not able. Yo, one and two and one and two. 
That's really what you're doing. You're trying to apply the math for it. There is no feeling. There is no connection to the body. There is not there. There's like this. There's like this revulsion to stay away from the primal. You live in your head, and you can't you can't That's dance right. if you're in your head. You have to give. You have to like surrender to your body's natural like compulsion to be in tune with the rhythm. Like with with rhyming, it is you're thinking about the next line, and you know where you need to land on the beat. Like there is something with the words and the rhythm of the words, but you, because you're saying it, it's almost it's more intellectual, like it's in your head. But to move to move on beat, uh, that shit is a mystery to me. <laughs> and and the thing is, and I'll always feel like I'm on beat when I'm moving, and then people have to point me out like this yours. is disgusting. You're on your. It's disgusting. Like, this is disgusting. You're on yours. You're on yours. Like I'm, I had somebody. I had somebody tell me once. It's like, yo, when I watch you dance, that shit hurts my soul. Like that shit fucking hurts. That it's sucks. Man. That yeah. sucks. But I. But I got good credit. So I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a trade off. Yeah, I think it's hilarious though because it is to think that somebody has to be conscious of that at all times and just it see it carries so much anxiety because you have a whole other race of people who don't even try at all and they just land on it they just they just automatically right. land on it without even trying and i feel that way i'm glad you said it because i definitely feel that way a lot of times when you watch those uh not so much if i say if i was at if I was at a hip hop show and I, and I saw like a white person dancing, break dancing or something, I don't think I get the same feeling. But when I watch those professional dancers, like the ones who go on the TV shows and they make YouTube videos of dance routines, when you see them, you can tell it's 100% mechanical memory with no spirit whatsoever. There's no soul in it. I mean, I give you all props and credit and respect, whatever you want to call it, for memorizing the choreography. I'll give you that. That's awesome. You got great stamina. You can move, and but you felt nothing, and neither <laughs> did I. So I'm just, I'm glad you said it because that's I've felt it a lot of times watching them. But it's cool to see that they can actually do it because it's like it would. I don't even know how long it would take me to try to memorize something like that. But it's you know what it's like. It's like South Park with the bass guitar. Right. <laughs> South Park and Token with the bass guitar. Just, like, over to just get the bass guitar token. He's like, I can't play bass just because I'm black. He's like, Yo, just do it. And just boom, 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 boom. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's what it is. It's like, you don't even think you could do it. And then you're like, oh, I learned it in 10 minutes. My bad. Yeah, it's right. funny. That's awesome. Now I gotta go watch some dance videos now just to make myself feel not. <laughs> I don't wanna be, I don't wanna go to bed racist. <laughs> I have, to, any, I have to. I have to enjoy some white dance videos. Yeah, I, I have don't. to enjoy one. I have to. Listen, listen on on behalf of uh, uh, uh on behalf of uh, the white race, I, I um, what is it? I uh, what is it? I pardon you from all responsibility. I to it. yeah, you don't do that to yourself, man. Don't hurt your spirit like that. <laughs> to just watch one dry chicken dance video after the other, it's just dry chicken. So, no flavor. <laughs> yeah, Hours of unseasoned, dancing. undercooked. Yeah, unseasoned, medium rare chicken dance video. <laughs> yeah, and 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 people too. It's like, yo, man, you know, uh, when you rhyme, or you, even when people sing, it's like, yo, you sound, you sound black. You don't sound white. It's like that's why it sounds good. That's why it sounds good. It, it doesn't sound <sighs> the same. 
And and the thing is, I just we need to evolve as people to where we can just say that. We can just we can just say that. And it's not hateful. And it's not like nobody's trying to be mean. But your favorite artist, like whatever you think, your favorite artist's favorite artist is probably black. And we just any have musician, to identify. Yeah. We just gotta identify something that we can put give to every group of people that's similar to that. So you can't and you can't unveil it one at a time. It's not fair. So we have to have research. You gotta do research so you can find <laughs> everything that we can give to every what's, ethnicity. What's the every, name of this? What's the name of this institute? It's gonna be the um, <laughs> reparative racial stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Study for greater harmony and understanding. Exactly. Perfect. Oh. Perfect, bro. Oh, shit. And so we just go around the world, we do these studies, and we figure out what everybody's awesome at. And then we will unveil it at some kind of United Nations meeting so we can all just get over it. It's like, yes, y'all can dance better and you have more rhythm, but, but you guys do better math. You know, so we got to be able to pass it all out evenly and everybody will be happy. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's. I don't know any Asian people. I don't have any Asian friends. That's I, racist. That's I'm racist. sorry. I, I. But I'm reaching out. I'm it's trying to make some it's debate, friends. bro. Uh, is, I mentioned Matt. But I wonder. I wonder. We knew who you're talking about. We. <laughs> I wonder if Asians are are bad dancers. I um, feel like they would be bad dancers, but I can't prove it. I would say it depends on what what Asian. <laughs> I'd say it depends on which one. Some of them are probably going to be horrible, and some of them may be inherently just better because of uh, because of what they have. We're talking about trends. Obviously, there's there's a Jason Williams, you know, there's a there's a white guy basketball player, but we wouldn't say that, you know, because Jason Williams is 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 dope. You know, white people are just good at basketball. But we're going we're going by trends. Like, okay, so we've established that the whites are. Are bad dancers, Jewish being the worst of the whites in terms of dancers. Like, if we've come to that conclusion, like, but there's probably one Jewish guy that dances pretty good, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's not like there's some Asians that can dance or some Asians that that can. General trend. What are we thinking? I'm thinking no, man. I'm I'm thinking thinking no, no. but I I think I think their intelligence would translate to helping them learn choreography. So I think they could do well at it versus there's some people who I don't even think would do well at it. There's some people on the planet who probably just would completely suck at it. But I think Asians, I think they could pull it off. I think they're just smart enough to be like, I'm going to figure out how to do this windmill. (laughs) We're going to do some windmills. I'm I'm just thinking there's no soul, man. I'm yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 I would. I would probably agree feel, with you on for the most part. I feel like if we're if we're being honest, if we could be honest and not hurt people's feelings, I I think there's a universal understanding that black people are the 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 benchmark for soul. It's it's it. Like kind of. Everything is derivative from that. It's deri- like in it's the some synthesis of suffering. Yeah. It, it's some way or another. You, if you're gonna be good in that realm, you're gonna be kind of black. If you're from another race, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna yeah. be kind of black. You're gonna sound black. Yeah. You're going to move black. 
there's something else. Like you're not like like when you saw Jason Williams play ball, it's like he didn't invent like a really stiff, corny white guy version of it, right? Like I want to be just as good as you guys, but like you know, our my, version. but my way, right. <laughs> right? No, it's like okay, that shit that you guys do, that's fucking dope. I'm gonna, cause it's 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 the ethos of it. You're not gonna you're not gonna get away from it. That dude grew up. He was balling with dudes that that could play ball. That's it. You're not gonna you're not gonna reinvent it and make it something else and be on par. Like that. Like there there is a standard bearer for soul. It's just yeah, it. That's true. I, I I agree. It is what it is. You can't really argue with it. I'm not it's trying true. to get too Phil Valentineish with it, but but I think there's I can't prove it scientifically, but I think that it's something too that that we all kind of innately know, but we don't really you know you can't really say it. Yeah, Phil Valentine, um, Ashra Kwesi, uh Layla Africa, all of them will tell you. That is the the magic of melanin, bro. It's a special space polymer. I don't know. That, Indian people are pretty dark, and they can dance too, right? I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think they, so. They can't dance, bro. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they can dance. You ain't never well, seen no Bollywood movies. Watch the Bollywood shit. It's not they get the same. Busy, bro. They get nah, busy man. over there. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely do it better than you know most of the. Most of the you know regular white folks over here trying to do dance routines on YouTube. Uh, the Bollywood videos are definitely more uh, entertaining. They got I'll, they got more pop to them. I'll give you that. Yeah, but I and, mean, but the and it's probably because they set have their the bar own. so low. <laughs> That's because they have their own. Okay, here we go. One last point. They probably it's probably because they have their own cultural experience and vibration in their music. See. I bet it would be different watching a white dude on YouTube doing a dance routine to some hip hop song or some pop song even versus watching some, uh, I don't know, some folk Gaelic dancers mm-hmm. having their own cultural experience with their music, their history, their heritage. That would probably look a lot different. Mm. That would probably look a lot different because ain't nobody fronting on the Lord of the Dance, bro. Yeah, that's you know what? That's a great You can't point. front on the Lord of the Dance, bro. That's a, but he don't care about your R&B video bop. He's like, no, this I do this over here. And that's why he's so dope, because he's not trying to mimic or embody something that he's not. He's doing his own shit. Yeah, and yeah, that's a great point, man. I think that's what it is. That just hit me when I was thinking about these other dances. I think that's what it is. We're watching people who don't have a spirit connection to the shit that they're doing. They're doing it for other reasons. But if you watch them having their own you know, cultural experience... That would probably have a deeper impact. Mm, but you, but you know what? That's that's that arrogant American perspective. Is I'm framing everything in right. my little experience yep. of yep. the blacks and the whites are at war. There's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else going on. But that's also the reason why you see their dances the way you do because there's no, um, there's really no unique American cultural thing that they could be. What what could they be embodying that belongs specifically to them here? Not really anything, other than some country music line stepping shit or something like that. That's but it. That's, that's, but, but that's yeah, and I think that that's why we have that perspective. Because you're right. Because you go to those other places, and there is cultural dance and and music that yeah. came up out of that Confident area that's more authentic. But deep. but yeah, but but in America, music is the the 
it's pretty much your it's it's is is has a black ethos. There's just no yeah. way around it. Yeah. They give you oh well there was these composers and blah blah blah. Yeah. Even pop, it all has if you break it down. Dude, I didn't know how many uh freaking pop songs uh what they, what are they called? Is it UTFO? Oh, no, that's not it. What are the uh, guys from, from House Party? The dudes from House Party. Play? Full force. Full okay. force. They wrote a lot of pop music, bro. They made a bunch of money over the years. I'll find it when we link oh, up. I didn't know that for, at all. For the next episode. I'll, I'll get the I'll get the details. But they've been making big money in the music industry since back then. Just being writers and arrangers and producers, whatever. They in a lot of studios with people who you wouldn't think they were behind, bro. It's crazy. That's real. Uh, no, I didn't know that at all, man. Yeah, yeah, they get busy. I'll find it for you next time we link up. What's up with uh, the weekend? What are you doing for the, uh, you know, the whole, what, what is it called, Independence Day? I, I don't know, man. Uh, if there's not a race war, I'll probably barbecue. So you're going to be barbecuing? Uh, if there's no race <laughs> war. I don't know, man. I don't think I was, there will be. I went over to uh, my girl's house and she got, I told you, she got so mad because I had the gun with me. And I was like, babe, babe. This is just for protection. Like this isn't this isn't some school shooter shit. Like I just we need we, there needs to be protection. She was not having it. She's absolutely convinced that guns are evil. Absolutely convinced. That's so right. yeah. I'm staying over here at my place today. I I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. But yeah, we're gonna. I don't know what we're gonna be doing, but either way. Uh... I'll see if we have, I don't know what's going to be happening on Sunday, but we'll definitely try to link up and build again. Yeah, and I'll get get the info for you about them dudes, man. That's just, you, you, you're probably going to uh, be entertained by that shit because I was when I saw it. I had no idea. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting, man. I, I'd definitely like to get into that, man. But yeah, uh, but yeah man, I um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't like having it. If it, I kind of feel bad just bringing it up like that. I don't like having a gun. I really do not. I, I'm not I, a gun nut. I don't celebrate it. I'm not excited about it. I don't mind at all. I think it's just, it's just part of the experience, especially for with even before all of this was going on. I think it's completely fair, and as long as uh, people are responsible and chill, without a, without nobody wants to get in a shootout. You no. know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to get in a shootout. You're a psychopath bro. if you have any kind of lust for that. Yeah, nobody wants to get a shootout. So I think it's a in a in a decent society you get a mutual respect with the you know every now and then you get a few jag offs that act crazy, but even then I feel like it would cause them to put things in perspective. So and, and as long like you said, not celebrating is a, is a good thing. You know, look, don't don't become a gun bro. That's not cool either. But just having it, I think that's completely fair. But you, but I I, I gotta imagine that your girl's not a fan of guns. Uh, not, I mean, not completely. Not like, oh, hey, it's awesome. But we we understand. Mm, we completely okay. understand what it is, and okay. and that it's a necessary a necessary tool, and it's a, a level of comfort. And so, yeah, you gotta respect it for what it is. I don't. I, I definitely wouldn't be. Uh, but it's not. It's not a joke. So I get it. It's definitely not a joke. But uh, it's a tool. I don't. I I don't love it any more than I love the hammer. But I need them both. Ugh. Uh, I need them both. Well, hopefully, I'm just barbecuing. If 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 I'm gonna if 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 I am in a race war, I want you to know that I'm I'm not picking sides. I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be all to the side, 
and just I don't want to be bothered. I'm 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 completely in a defensive stance. Yeah, that's I'm not my team. I'm, I'm not charging team. out into the field. I, I I actually think that that would be good for humanity if all the people that keep fomenting all of this madness and want shit to pop off. I think we need to let them have the field. Go play yeah. ball. Have yeah, the game. Yeah. You know, see how it goes out. I Get gotta busy. think that your numbers, because if that's the kind of culling that that's gonna happen, I I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. If all of the racist people want to go at each other and really just, you know, you can't stand each other and really want to wipe as many of each other, you know, I think maybe that that's what all these protests are for. It's just to kind of invite everybody out that's about that shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, let them do it. I think we'll be. I think humanity will probably be better off after it's all done. Maybe we can start having reasonable conversations afterwards. We just need to hurry up and, and keep browning the planet. I'm, just I'm, keep browning the planet. That that you know that that's just what's going to fix it all. Time Magazine already said it right. Every you know what is in less than a hundred years, everybody's just going to be a cool golden brown. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll be able to pick on each other over eye color and height and all that kind of cool shit. We'll be yeah. done with skin color. I know. Well, there'll be colorism. It's no, it'll, it'll be, be eye colorism then. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like, oh, she's one of those brown eyed people. You're not up here with the greens like us. And it'll always be something. The human until we have a real evolution, metaphysics that we fuck, let me keep plugging that. Until we have <laughs> a real upgrade in consciousness and spirituality, it's always gonna be something. Even if we all looked identical, they'd be like, yo, these guys got uh, crazy toenails. We have to look complete the the only way is if we're the greys. If it wouldn't we matter. all look exactly the same and none of us have dicks, that's the only way it works. Well, <laughs> I don't know where that part came from. I don't know how that got on the list, but that might actually help because eventually that's going to be on the list too. That's, like, well, listen, we can't see nothing. We can't figure the, out how to separate The big each other, dick so. versus little dick war of 2888. <laughs> that was the it's, one that almost finished humans. It's coming because we got to the point where biologically we all kind of melded together, we all became gray, we all looked identically the same, you know, but the dick thing got in the way because we're not wearing clothes, but just like, yo, fuck him and his big dick. We're going to murder that motherfucker. Fucking biggers. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking biggers. Sick of these biggers. Everywhere you go, biggers, there goes the neighborhood. They wreck everything. Everywhere they go. And they, they start making propaganda like these big caricatures of these people with just giant dicks. Like, yeah, look how goofy it is. It's just right. so stupid. It's so stupid. Why don't you jump rope with it? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> look how uh, compact and cute my a, shit it's is. It's a glimpse so into efficient. the future. It's a glimpse into the future. It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> That we have to just be a, a, a race of clones. We could help everybody could have their, <laughs> be a race of, of, of clones that look like Ken dolls and shit. It's the only way out that we have to look exactly the same. And we gotta breathe through VR headsets and shit. It's terrible, bro. But it's humans, man. Hey, I'm 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 shooting for the upgrade. I'm trying to channel the upgrade. I want I want everybody to get that. And then we'll be all right. So some people are going to be moving towards the uh, the genderless clone society. I'm going to be moving towards the metaphysics of we're fucked, upgraded spiritually society. Yeah, well, we can. We can and hopefully they're not one and the same. Okay. Hopefully they're not the same society. 
I hope I hope we get to keep. We might just meet each other at the crossroads. You'd be like, oh, you're here too. Yeah, yeah. You, one of us took the long way, but we ended up at the same place. So fuck it. I, I gotta hope so because I'm I'm on board with everything that you're saying. But if 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 we get to the point that we can't keep our dicks, I don't know, man. I might I might have to be like, well, let's just go back to the tribalism and the warring. Well, no, because listen, there's always a possibility that you have to protect and help establish a world that was not built for you. That's that's always a possibility. The, oh no, the, I mean literal dicks. If our dicks are no, no, get yeah, us that's what I'm talking doors. about. Okay, we if that's better for humanity, I might not be able to come with you, but I'll help you build. <laughs> I'll help you build it. I'll help you build. I'll it, help you build the dickless I'll stand outside. I'll stand outside <laughs> inside the gate. It. And be like, I'll protect. I'll help you. More but love I can't you, come yeah. in. It's not for me though. Good luck. <laughs> but I'll help you. I'll definitely help you. Uh, you know what? And that's the kind of selfless sacrifice that humanity needs. I will usher you into that age. Right. I won't go with you. I'm going to be like Moses. I'm going to die on the mountaintop with my dick, and yeah. I'll let y'all go ahead into the promised land. Listen, I might I not make it with you. I might not make it there with you. Listen, <laughs> I, I thought about this before. Like, just be on some... Uh, on some brute barbaric warrior shit because you know societies need them at certain times and i'm just thinking like what if it got to the place where you know we were making that transition you would have to be the last of a dying breed so to speak you'd have to protect the rest of them and that world technically wouldn't be for you you destroy that society they need you but if you were inside those gates you fucking destroy it you know what i mean so you got to come to terms with protecting something that's not made for you and I and I, I get it. I'm ready to lay that. If I have to, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I gotta slaughter these these last few assailants that's trying to mess up our utopian society, and my by the act of slaughtering them makes me ineligible to live in that society, I, I get it. I totally get it, and I'm willing to make that sacrifice. That's beautiful. I totally get it. Fuck it. Somebody's got to do something. Man. Come on. We we gotta evolve here. Somebody's got to make <laughs> make some type of contribution somewhere. Somebody's got to murder and keep their dick. Right. Somebody's got to do it. I can do that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying is I can do that. If it's for the betterment of humanity as a whole, I'm down. So sign me up. This is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> I was made for this shit. <laughs> I was made for this. <laughs> oh, shit. All oh. right, man. Yeah, bro. Have a good Independence Day, man. Yeah, and I'll talk to you soon, man. We'll set this up. We'll get the next one going soon. Yeah, man. I'll uh I'll see what I can do to get the uh the conspiracy theory shit involved, man. Yeah, let's, for sure. Let, let, let's go down that rabbit hole. I'm ready. I'm ready. Set it up and bring it. I'm I'm probably gonna be doing mostly listening and and fact checking and trying to find these websites he's gonna be talking about. But I'm down. <laughs> All right, my brother. Have a good one, man. I'll All talk right. to you soon. You too, bro. I'll check you later. Peace. Bless.